joining us got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today what would you like first there mahoney dave why don't we start off today's show with some bad news yeah some bad news the uh, the big quit is coming this year in 2023 almost 4.2 million people are voluntarily leaving their jobs did that in november marking the 18th straight month of record breaking breaking quits in the u.s and they're saying the research shows even more americans are planning to switch jobs soon with younger employees leading the wave to which i say Good, good. Yes. That's how you increase your wages is by leaving somewhere and going to a different place. When you become yeah. old and stagnant like we have, <laughs> it becomes much harder. So do it while you're young. When it's hard, like, isn't that, you know, I, I, my thing about quitting jobs or leaving places is that I just like the people. Mm. But professionally, the only times I, you know, or we jumped ahead is when we left. Significant jumps, yeah. yeah. You, you have to make yourself a little uncomfortable. Well, it's also the the fr- the worm it, the wording the wording of this article is kind of interesting too because it's like framed as this giant SOS. There's going to be all of these openings and, and jobs again, and that's just not what this is saying. As uh, it's, it's just a panic. As somebody that you know knows a lot of people that that own businesses, I don't know a single person that owns a business that pays their employees. A good wage yep. and looks out for them that has had a hard time finding people to work for them. When you treat your employees correctly, they will want to stay. I just hear a lot of bitching from people that are like, I can't believe that I can't find anyone that wants to work this Nobody wants terrible, to work low-paying anymore. job. Yeah. Everyone's so lazy. No, it's not because they're lazy. It's because your job sucks. We Audrey and too I were, much for too little. Audrey, mm-hmm. you and I were watching. We were giggling over uh, a video we were mm. watching online yesterday. Mm. Uh, it was a young lady who was doing a bit about social media managers. They're mm-hmm. like, we need somebody who can film it, who can start it, who can write the copy, who can market it, who can send it out, who can distribute it, who can upload Sounds it. Sounds like all we need a whole marketing team. Yep, we need a whole marketing team, or we can hire a social media manager Whatever and that pay means. them uh, less than anybody else on a real marketing team would yeah. make. And you're like. And Which it, is so funny because they put social media such at the forefront of most businesses, right? And, and then, then put it like on nothing. such a low pedestal of pay. And we, I mean, and it's uh, insane. Because they can't figure know. out how to monetize it. Well, everybody, because everybody's old. <laughs> well, <laughs> of course you don't get it. It's because you're old. And it, it's like, well, the youngs are telling me that this is a really important way to market. And it's like, yeah, of course, because who watches commercials anymore? Well, People pay influencers hundreds do, of do, thousands of dollars like to market. You watch well, commercials? I, mean, I like commercials. Okay, well, okay so that's <laughs> dude, fair. Jake You're an outlier. Uh, How handsome you like Jake from dude, State Jake Farm. From State Farm. That Andy Reid commercial where he's drawing that mustache oh, yeah, on board. That, that is funny. He's a rascal. That is funny. But we were just talking yesterday or the day before how... How often we are influenced by social media? Absolutely, yeah. no. It's if you are not there, it's it's ludicrous. And but the, at, the sa- at, the, at the same time, it, it's so much different because you take this old school mindset of okay, I need to be in this space. It used to be I need to advertise, uh-huh. so I'll put together a thirty second commercial and put it on during a football game, and everyone will see it, and it'll be great. Social media is obviously far more organic and. Figuring out what your company's message is on social media and then effectively communicating it isn't as simple as 
put together a 30-second commercial no. with your specials and put it on TV. I, it's just changed. It's really funny because I, I, obviously I'm on TikTok quite often, and I, there's this new girl who is just like the it girl, mm-hmm. and everybody's talking about her. And she's just this cute, blonde, University of Miami young girl. Mm-hmm. She's always just doing those get ready with me type of videos. No one realized until like last week that all of the products that she's been using, because it's so casual, right? Get it's ready with paid. me. Here's this. Yeah. Get ready with me, blah, blah, blah. But the way that she's done it, nobody understood that she was getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. Good for but that's just the way that these companies are going yeah. now. If you're smart. If you're if smart. you p- actually put together the proper way to influence. But, but it, it, the long and short of it is that jobs have changed. Yep. You, I mean, you talk about your, was it your uncle or your grandfather, whoever it was that worked for the gas company? Yeah, 30 years. 30 years. It's like yep. you used to start a job and you would work there for 30 years and then you retire by the time that you were 50. And you wouldn't even make how much you would if no. you were selling a no, lipstick no, no, no. No, on he, TikTok he, no, for $100,000. No, no, he, he, he's... he's he's, no, back, he's back then, he's, though, he's all right. Like those, well, th- those but he's jobs also used to, 100 years you know, old. I mean, times are different. No, I know. Times it's are different. <laughs> like you used to start a job and then be done with it yeah. by the time you're 50 and have a pension yeah, and a retirement pensions. plan and all that stuff. Sure. And that just doesn't exist anymore. Times are so much different. And so I of course hate people saying are that. I hate of saying course. that. Look, you got to evolve, right? It's part of it. So speaking of evolving, uh, this is devolving. I don't know what's going on here. I blame you, Audrey. What in the hell is going on with Barnes & Noble? <gasps> Barnes no. & Noble, oh, get out of here with I love the, fa- the fact that... Barnes & Noble's trash. Uh, Barnes & Noble, I don't know if I would call it trash, Mahoney. It's I would just say trash. that I'm, uh... No, it's just, dude, what are you doing, man? Like, bookstores in 2023 Have you now? been into a Barnes & Noble recently? I, it's just as perfect as it's always been. Barnes, last time I went into a Barnes & Noble was, uh, granted, it was like 2020. So it's been a hot minute because 99% of the books that I buy, I buy through Amazon. So or, this, I mean, that's, I think, the norm, right? That's yeah. what everyone's done for a long time. And we've seen this long decline for Barnes & Noble. Well, now they just announced plans to open 30 new stores. What? There's a renaissance. Barnes & Noble? Of course. Oh, yeah, of course. It's well, a bookstore. A bunch of people about, hanging out there. Just no, open up a You're so old, no, Starbucks. You're just about, so old-fashioned. No, listen, think about... How much the nostalgia for records has become. People want, it's like people want to hold things again. People are going back and like, like CDs sustain- and cassette tapes. That's not a sustainable, I, those are niche things like, but opening up 30 brick and mortar stores. And those are big stores. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But I mean, obviously there's a market for it. Uh, you enjoy the process of going there. So you do you. Yeah. You and your dumb books. Mm-hmm. Okay. All you're reading. Let's not be that show. Well, Everyone you know, here you, reads. No, you're over here talking about flat Earth half the time. So yeah, no, we don't well, read. I mean, that, because I read. That's uh-huh. because she reads. She knows. She, I read that book too. Uh-huh. Hell yeah, Audrey. Fake the moon landing. So call or text us at eight three three yo dumb and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we were talking about this yesterday on the show, and I didn't really realize that there was such a thing. But, Mahoney, you were talking about the drones from, like, the ring cameras have become uh-huh. very popular for doorbells, and then people have used them, like, for the floodlights, and you can kind of put them wherever now, I've right? got six at my house. I know you have about the same. We yeah. use them for everything because the ease of use and the cost has come down to next to nothing. Did you say you put one in your office? I do have one right outside of my office, okay, but good. when I leave the house, like when I go out of town, yeah, 
I put one in my office. Okay, I mean, that makes sense. But uh, like day-to-day, no, not one in the office. No, important, no, important. No, no, you turn around. Certain, turn around. certain things turn around. even Amazon can't see. Yeah. Uh, but you were telling me about the, the drones that they have that I guess are just on like a little charging station, and then if you want, you can fly it to see what's going on yeah, in they the announced, property? they announced these mobile ring cameras that are on like like, you know, any sort of drone that have a docking station, and you can create these predetermined paths so you can launch it, and it will literally like fly a predetermined path in your house, and you can see everything that you normally would if you were like walking around and looking. So which you is can kind even of cool. do it inside your house. Oh, so, it's meant for inside oh, of your house. Oh, I thought yes. it was an outside no. thing. Interesting. A drone for indoors. So oh, imagine they, like, if you kids have you never seen the little in, kid, little kid oh, smaller drones because it's not like one of the DGI okay. monster ones, I gotcha. but it's like the size of. Uh, like a phone? Like it's a router? A, oh, yeah, okay. It's, it's like a GoPro with wings, basically. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if you think about, like, hearing a bump in the night, you no longer have to get up, Mahoney. This is quite the invention the... for you. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no, this can no. save you from strap a gun to it. Yeah, a 50 cal. <laughs> we may need more than one yeah. for a 50 cal. Well, Desert yeah. Eagle, maybe. Yes. <laughs> you know what's kind of funny? Because whenever I was a kid, there was this toy that I had that it was a it was kind of like a tiny Barbie, but she had wings and the way she would go up. Do you know those plants that have like, they look like wings and they spin a helicopter. Like, what, helicopter thing. What were yeah. those? We just I called just them called the helicopter, helicopter leaves. Yeah. So, but it was like that, but imagine those, the leaves, the I helicopters. I remember that Barbie. The Barbie, right? Yeah, that she would, and you, you drop would, her right? You would pull a string, she would fly up in the air and I do remember twist. That. Yeah. Down, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Drone-like. Everyone's would get stuck on the roof mm-hmm. or go into the fireplace. You yanked that cord too hard. Every yeah. single time. You weren't starting a lawnmower, Audrey. You were playing with Barbie. But well, man, listen, trust this, me, these as somebody that, that has been yanking my cord for a long time, it's 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 about precision. Yeah. It, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't want to shoot it. You can't just yank it too fast, well, too quick. It's, it leads to disaster. I mean, are there going to be drone accidents I, like this? There, well, so that's, that's actually what leads me to this conversation is that there is a guy in Arizona who made a, a drone. Okay. And he broke a Guinness World Record because the drone, which is a homemade drone, reached a speed of, y'all just guess, how fast do you think he got I this mean, drone? I mean, if, he broke, a, miles no, an if hour? he broke a record, my yeah. guess is 100 miles an hour. 224 miles per hour. Wow. In the air? 200 in the air. So he made his official attempt in Scottsdale. But I mean, what do you mean he if, broke a record? Our our United States government has not even made a drone faster than that. I think this is maybe Why? for homemade drones. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> I was going to no, say, our, for real. Our drones can just like wipe people out. Our yeah, drones are our like drones invisible. Are just, they're just fighter jets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we got we got the ones that, with, the, with the with the with the missiles and stuff. That, Ryan's at the top speed dur- cool. during his uh, his fastest <laughs> run. The unofficial one, two hundred and thirty five point six eight. Like somebody is definitely going to be killed by this. Yeah, thing, right? for sure. Yeah. Okay, enough about this guy and his dumb home drone. You just said that we have invisible missile drones. Well, yeah. they're not invisible, but they're you know they're they'll make ra- you they, invisible they, radar, they, to radar. For sure, we do. Dude. <laughs> and they that fly, is so cool. And what they do you fly mean? and they fly them not too far from here. <laughs> That's. <laughs> You know, is so, that the thing that I saw that I thought was a UFO that probably. one day? Are I like, you I like it's funny how you say that we have them as if like we can just go ask for the keys. Man, I it's mean, us. If, we we yeah, are united. Right. I'm a tax man. <laughs> so I deserve to fly that invisible missile drone. They are always Trunk. recruiting gamers, Dave. <laughs> they are always recruiting gamers. Yeah, and I got game. This is Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 
three yo dummy. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What is the most fascinating, obscure fact that you know? Like how stop signs used to be all yellow, not red. Message deleted. Did not know that. Is that true? I don't like that fact. I don't remember. When was that? Never. It never happened. That had to be before our time or is a lie. I feel like that's a lie. I don't have my phone this morning, so our All the movies I've ever watched from back in the day, they were all red. What do you mean you don't have your phone today? I don't know where it's at. You don't know where your phone is at? (laughs) What? Do you have your, like, Mm -mm. laptop? No. You you don't have a laptop or a phone mm-hmm. with you during the show today? No. Huh. What kind of chaos? Did, oh, I are ran you out of the house right this now? morning. I was running a little late. You left your phone at home? I think so. We, we you know David so? You know Dave and I would be like if you would have said I left my phone I'm running late. No nobody would care. I, I live so far away. How, when did you realize you didn't have your phone? How uh, far into it? Here. Just now in this moment. Hang on. I'm going to call you right now see if your phone rings. You might get a a sleepy Boyfriend answer. No, I'm gonna hang up. No, you can. <laughs> no. Okay, it's not ringing in the studio. It's not here. You're right. You left it at home. That's that's wild. Dude, wild. your life is chaos. Do you, do, you have your, do you have your wallet with you at least? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. normally you're an Apple <laughs> Pay <laughs> person. That? <laughs> no, I do. I think. Okay. No, I did because I had to get in here. Okay. And my wallet's attached. Oh God, so back to the obscure facts. Uh, learned this recently while uh, shopping for children's pajamas. Did you know that all children's pajamas in the United States have to be uh, non-flammable? Yeah. 100%. And yeah, that's why if you buy them cheap on certain websites, uh, they are if you death buy them traps. from overseas. And the yeah. same thing with like, you know, the, I know the shirt like I'm wearing right now mm-hmm. is 100% polyester. This will burn like, and again, I don't know if I've just been brainwashed by big cotton. That's that certain. That's a possibility. <laughs> That okay. could be happening here. But polyester, this is just like turns to napalm on huh. me in, in a fire, whereas cotton slowly burns. Well, no, that's good, though. I mean, you'll go quicker. That's no. No, man. You, you want to slowly burn? No, I don't want to. I would want to, like to get out. Oh, you want to get out? Yes. I'm going to start following you around with a lighter just to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, my gosh, dude. I just got to listen to John Mellencamp, man. What? Curious man, what what's a song that immediately takes you back to happy like a happy moment in your life? Message deleted. Are you listening to Jack and Diane? What do you? I Must mean, I like me some Johnny Cougar. I know, I know that it's cheesy, but man, Hootie and the Blowfish for me yeah. just takes me back in such a good way. It's like you know, it's such fun, carefree like college years, and their music just pairs perfectly with that. Hootie yeah, all you day. grew up in Columbia, South Carolina, where they got their start. They were playing college parties, playing all over the place. Yeah. I have a lot of songs that take me back to specific memory, like yeah. being in the car, driving home from my birthday or from a friend's birthday that was at a water park and we had been in the wave pool all day. And that song yeah. is Hot in Here by Nelly. Nelly is my senior year of high school. Right. It, legit. I mean, that's when that album came out, 2000. And there's so many songs that have a specific tie to a memory because I remember it being just such a good day or being on the way to something that was really exciting. Yeah. Like, all I want to do is have some fun or whatever that song is by Sheryl Crow again oh, on my way a to a birthday party in mm-hmm. the yeah. summer. Like being really angry at my parents because I 
was forced upstairs in timeout and scream singing underneath my door. This is how you remind me by Nickelback. Like, <laughs> like there's just who hasn't been the there? perfect memories. Yeah. Please leave a message. The happiest. <laughs> Would you take a weekend job for twenty k a year to be a human scarecrow and chase birds from fields? It's a warm weather job too. Message I don't deleted. think that's going to pay enough because you're, you're working. He said $20,000 a year for every weekend weekends? chasing birds dressed as a scarecrow. No. So it's 104 days times 48 hours. That's 5,000 hours. You're making $4 an hour. No. That's a hard, hard no. $4 an hour? And all you have to do is dress as a scarecrow in the heat and chase birds. That's all. That's fine. For $4, for $4 an, an hour. hour. Yeah, no. Hard pass. See, whenever people frame it, because you don't really think of it like that, right? You're just like, okay, it's just a side gig. $20,000 $20, a year. Sure. It's a side gig. I can do that on the weekends. Then you look at it. And then you look at it. 5,000 hours to make 20 Gs. You lose money trying to drive there. Yeah. <laughs> just the gas alone. Yeah. You lose yourself, too. Do you feel like you would become a method actor? If you had to dress up as a scarecrow, would you like really embrace yourself How into well becoming do you think a scarecrow? That I would do standing alone in the middle of a quiet field waiting for a bird to show up. You would start talking to I yourself. I would lose my mind. I would hate one it. day. You would you would you one day and one I would day. just be freaking out. You wouldn't like try and re- be the scarecrow from I don't know, the Wizard of Oz. Are there any other famous scarecrows? No, I don't think so. He was the only one. Yeah. I mean, there's no other famous tin man either. The, the, well, there was. There was the, there was the first one. Jeepers and then Creepers? He got sick. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that a scarecrow? Jeepers Creepers, that movie? Oh, I isn't there also just a scarecrow? There is a scarecrow. No, wait, there's Are a scarecrow the from... Uh, the Crow with Brandon no, no, Lee. No, 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 no. There, there's also a scarecrow movie. And then, wasn't there also a scarecrow... Is it James Bond or there's something? A, there's a, there's a, 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 a Cillian Murphy, oh, if you remember, mm, played the scarecrow in the Batman universe. Batman, yeah. How could I forget him? High cheekbones. Because he wasn't famous then. You know That's what? That's why. He wasn't. I was like, who's this douche? With the and perfect blue perfect eyes face. and the perfect cheekbones. He was yeah. weird looking then. Like, I, when the first time he saw him, you know, we hadn't got acclimated to he those high cheekbones. He wasn't weird looking. He was just interesting. Guys, he had never he's seen still a weird face. looking. No! Yes. I mean, we no. just, it's, he's famous, and so now we're attracted to him. It happens. Yes. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you! Is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. We all know that Mahoney is a bit of a homebody. doesn't leave his house that often during the day because you like being at home. You love your gaming, all that stuff. That's your happy place. Yeah. So no surprise that most of the dramatic things that happen to you happen in your car. They do. And on my way home yesterday, I had, a, uh, I had an appointment. And as I'm coming home, you know, it's like noon or so. And... I'm pulling into like a residential part of my neighborhood right. where it's not like there's not a ton of cars and you got a fair amount of people walking, riding bikes, that sort of thing. And there's two cars in front of me at a stop sign. And so, you know, I'm kind of on my phone, mm-hmm. just kind of yeah. because you know, they're taking time. It's a four way stop. It's going to be a sec. It's going to be a second. So yeah. I'm kind of like on my phone. I see one of the cars goes next car in front of me is like, whatever. There's a guy on a bike. I see the guy on the bike. I look down at my phone. One second later, I look back up. I'm still sitting there. I'm not. I'm not moving. And I see this dude on a bike get hit by a Mustang. Whoa! How fast was the dude in the Mustang going? I mean, he's probably 10, 15 miles an hour. I mean, basically as fast as you'd be doing to make a left turn. Right. Okay. So, and not, granted, not- the guy on the bike made a weird turn. It like because the where he was going to where I saw him ended up when he got hit. 
surprised me. Okay, so let, I just have to figure out how much I want to open my empathy valve here. It wasn't a child on the bike. No, no, it was, it was like this. Okay. This guy was like so. probably thirty-eight, thirty-nine. Was he okay, a biker fine. who looked like no, he, he should have been a, biking? He was not a biker, not okay. like the dude. Because I think that guy, if it had been like one of the professional bikers and the and the outfits who clip in and all that mm-hmm. stuff, I think he would have beat the guy's ass. Who was it? The guy that was driving's fault. If you hit any, if you hit anybody on a bike in the middle of the road, and granted, he was okay, in a cross. A- there was also a crosswalk there. Hit him in the crosswalk. Okay, uh, that's a problem. It, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know how he did it. I'm 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 pretty surprised. But so I'm obviously mm. very concerned because I look up and I'm like, oh. You know, this has unfolded. Yeah. But luckily, the guy bounced back up. And this is not a kid. It's not a guy. He's 38. He kind of looks like an in-shape Joey Fatone. Oh, all right. What what kind of bike was it? It was a mountain matters. bike. A mountain and bike. And he, right. he had earbuds in. But again, imagine fit Joey Fatone. Got it. With a thick East Coast accent. Oh, so you actually like... He's hollering. Oh, I stopped. You because stopped. I wanted to make sure that every... You know, because there was really... All the other cars had gone by, and I'm you like, if this witness. guy's, like, having issues, like, there needs to be... Uh, an, there needs to be somebody here to when, at least verify with the police. When you said that you were concerned, I thought that maybe you were concerned because this could po- possibly delay you getting home to play Call of Duty. I mean, I did have Arby's in my car, Dave. Oh. Did it get cold? No. Okay, Excellent. good. Okay. So I you mean, didn't stick around for very long. Not the, I, <laughs> I, I, I assessed the situation. I assessed my curly fries. Mm-hmm. Did you holler? Made, like, are you good? You good? Well, so I rolled down my window and I'm <laughs> listening to it because it's a. Uh, I like a, if it's, you would have said no, Mahoney would have reached over and checked the flavor of or the the temperature of his curly <laughs> fries to see if he could help. No, I would I would have I, I, I would have fed him back to back to health. Oh, yeah. you would not have given him There's your food. Zero. Had he been hurt, I would have. Um, the man you just cradled CPR him and you're slowly lowering a curly fry. Yeah. Be like, you going to be okay, buddy? But I bet young, that would have woken him up actually if he had been passed out. It would have been like bath salts. Or you just take a little uh, little fingerful of horsey sauce and you know, that'll wake you right up. Yeah. So <laughs> so the other guy Who's there? Who's a part of this accident? It's a younger, like mid, early to mid thirties. He's driving a Mustang white driver. Mustang convertible as a dude. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, tell me the top was it down. was not a V eight. Ah. Top wasn't down yesterday, but he doesn't even get out of the car. He's because chur- the other guy gets hit on the bike, jumps back up, and the guy who hit him did not get out of the car. Did not seem overly concerned. Did he seem overly concerned because well, he starts. He's like a. What kind of turn did you make? And the guy's like, I'm in a crosswalk. Yeah. So they're going back and forth. And that's why I'm like, okay, this guy's fine. Because at one point, the dude who got hit on his bike, he was like, I'm just going to have to take the L on this one. <laughs> and when he said that, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go eat my Arby's. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. You know the songs. But do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Oh, I get it, because they're cover songs. <laughs> AJ is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. How's it going, AJ? Excellent. So we've got a total of five cover songs today, and they are all performed by random people on the Internet. Jordan has done a great job of mining deep into the depths of YouTube. In fact, one of the uh, the cover songs that we have today, four views. 
Four. 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 How do you even find a video with four views? She somehow figured it out. But Mahoney and Audrey are on your side today. They do not know the correct answer, so you can tag Mahoney and Audrey in one time each if you need to. Uh, you got to get four out of the five correct in order to win. If you get the artist and the song, full point, artist or the song, you get a half point. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, the first one here is by an artist called Committed Music. Only 48 views on this bad boy. Good luck. No, you can't take that away from me. Yeah. No, you can't take it. No, no, you can't take it. No, you can't take that away from me. And we'll stop it right there. That's 30 seconds. Oh, the end part. You kind of heard it there. Get what you oh, I got it. You got if you it? don't have it, I got it. All right, AJ, do you have it on your own or you need some help? Well, it's Audrey. Is it Head Like a Hole? It is from Alice and Charles. No. <laughs> Head like a hole. Oh, wait, no, no. Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. There you go. Sorry. Very, Thank very, you. very good. You got there. Team uh, effort there. <laughs> team effort there. Full point. That, that was, was that was tough. It was the end yeah. part. I would have, the whole time, my face was just with a grimace. Like, I had no clue what was going on. It was just that very last, I'm sure, I think, this right a here. single second. That's you it. deserve. That's yep, it. yep, yep. Yeah, mm. it's it's what happens when you have a lot of angst but no musical abilities. Mm. All right, so here we go on to the second one. I'm burned. This is from Donovan DeSicco. It's only got four views. So didn't we have Donovan the other day? Um, perhaps because I, I remember DeSicco and being like, that interesting sounds name. familiar. But here okay. we go. Only four views on this bad boy. Good luck. Your ride, best trip, always. I know you'll be at my show. Watching, waiting, commiserating, say it ain't so, I will not go, turn the lights off, carry me home, na 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 Ah, that's beautiful. AJ, do you have it on your own? All the small things by... Full point. Easy. Doing great. Easy. Doing great. Good job. Good job, right. AJ. Yeah. All right. So you got two. Here we go. On to number three. This one is from a gentleman named Nathan Robinson. Only 20 views on this one. Oof. Okay. Here we go. Your mouth so hot. Your web I'm caught. Your skin so wet. Black lace. I swear, I hear you calling and it's needles and pens. I wanna hurt you just to hear you screaming. My name don't wanna touch you, but you're under my skin. Mm, boy, that is a interesting rendition of that one. Anything? Is the background music what that song actually no, is? It's, it's just not, all no. weird. It's, it's the, play that first part again. Yeah, can we just okay, get sure, it again? Yeah. Your mouth so hot, your web I'm caught, your skin so wet, black lace I sweat. I hear you calling and it's needles and pens. So nothing is from the original song that's happening there. It's all a rendition? AJ, anything at all? Uh, that Alice Cooper, uh, 
Yes. Poison? Yes! Wow. Yes! Wow. Yes! AJ from never, the Bleachers. I, yes. I, Dude. I, I've never what? even heard that song. That's really? why I didn't. I yeah. thought that was, might be the Killers. It, it did have kind of the Killers Black s- Lace? Yeah. Something? I, that, I was Dude. trying to find yeah. specific job, lyrics well to make done. it to where I could even I know, I've no, no kind of that. get it. No good, way. Good job, man. But awesome. to be fair, like the only Alice Cooper song that I do know is my Frankenstein, and I'm not embarrassed to say that. Fair enough. Uh, this next one is uh, <laughs> Don't look at me, 68 <laughs> views from Mogatiric. I don't know. Whatever. Here we go. On to number four. If you get a full point on this one, you win. Mahoney is still available as a lifeline. And I feel the grace, feel the grace, feel the grace, and I go to Stop it right there. I like a wannabe Michael. I don't hate that. I would love if I was down on a cruise in one of the Caribbean and islands. Somebody busted that out. That sounds like a be pretty good cover band. Yep. Yeah. AJ's you're there gonna for get it. this cake if he got Alice, and Co- Alice Cooper. He's gonna get this. AJ for the win. I know if I really want to stay at your house, I, I'm blanking on the artist though. Mm. I got you. I Mahoney got you. for the win. It okay. is Sublime yeah, and Santeria. That's some teamwork right there. Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. <laughs> Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So maybe if you're going to try to uh, murder your significant other, first off, bad idea. Secondly, really bad idea if the plan is to murder them with a water gun. How uh, Are you going to drown them? No, you're going to poison them. Uh... A Florida man, not even kidding, has been sentenced for plotting to kill his former partner with a poison water gun. Was it a super soaker? Uh, it was. Didn't really say. I assume it would probably have to a be some kind of poison water gun. Yeah. So Kevin Jones, fifty, sentenced to ten years in federal prison for unlawfully possessing ricin, which is a biological toxin. Uh, ricin was in ricin the news. means. Remember that from uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. That's what. That's what yeah. it was used yeah. to, uh, to kill the little boy. Do you uh, call the uh, the kids who uh, who don't practice? Or who try to have the adult relations in college, specifically BYU? Uh, the, you call the ones who are very promiscuous super soakers? <gasps> oh, that's funny. Uh, Kevin, in all of his genius, planned to spray his former partner with poison using the water gun, then go on vacation so he'd have an alibi when she died. He, uh, he was caught with the rice and, and the water gun by the officers before he was able to spray her. Dude, I'm looking at the super soaker website. The actual one, not the uh, weird kink one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nerf. <laughs> and they are awesome now. Like you yeah. got like Super Soaker Gatling guns. That looks really. Like, that looks like a grenade launcher or something. Dude, it's sick. The super. There was nothing better. I mean, it because ha- like I don't think you have the pressure in a normal squirt gun, like the like the one you buy you at the grocery store toy aisle. Those, yeah, those, no. those you can't put bootleg. No, but Super Soaker. I mean, you pump that thing for like a good 10 minutes. That's how it happens. You can take the paint off the side of the house. 
So I've got a lot of questions about what is going on with this particular lady. Uh, Delray Beach Police say they responded to a call of somebody possibly being in distress while swimming in a canal. When officers asked if the woman needed help, she ignored them and climbed into a storm drain pipe. Firefighters were able to contain the woman between the two sections of the pipe and were able to use a ladder and a rescue harness to get her out. This is the third time that this up. woman... Lindsay no, Kennedy, leave her. Lock her up. No, you don't need a storm lock drain her. in over two years. <laughs> you don't need to lock her up. She's already in the storm no. drain. That's where you live now, Lindsay. No, we don't need a, another Ninja Turtle named Lindsay. Okay, like yeah, first come off, on. Her name was April. April <laughs> O'Neill. Oh no, <laughs> you're talking about her. Her name is Lindsay, the yes. storm drain lady, right? Yeah, if you recall, I mean, she is the storm drain lady because she was reported missing by her boyfriend back in March of 2021. Twenty days later. They found her stuck in a storm drain. Two months after that incident, she was missing again, found in a storm drain in Grand Prairie, Texas, now for the third time found in a storm drain. She was just trying to escape her boyfriend. I don't know what is going on in her life, why she feels so inclined to swim towards storm drains. She's a sewer person. Secret of the ooze, man. Is that what it is? There's nothing there, Mahoney. I see his, so his brain was just, working. Uh, He's trying to find into, something. <laughs> Secret of the booze, maybe. Oh, She's yeah. a drunk. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Good. That's, that was Ninja Turtles two. Oh, if you the Secret recall. of the Booze. That's the best one. That's yeah. 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 That's my then they tried a, to reboot Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two and had Wiz Khalifa do the theme song. May, so bad. Speaking of dumb things, I'm sorry, you're not going to agree, but I think the worst name for a villainous group of ninjas who are trying to. Uh, disarm a bunch of turtles. The foot. The foot soldiers. It's so dumb. What do you mean? You're just calling yourself the foot. Maybe they had a fetish. <laughs> Maybe. A hundred percent, they had a fetish. <laughs> Definitely. If you're calling yeah. yourself the foot, Dude, shredders and that like BDSM. Oh, you know, you yeah. know, there was a little ball gag under there. He's got that weird <laughs> little brain walking around, just <laughs> like a right at crotch level. Dude, that brain on. was a hundred percent a scrotum. For sure, it was. <laughs> You have a scrotum in an aquarium walking around uh, here. Like, there's some weird stuff happening. <laughs> Call or text us at 833 yo And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. The strangest, dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. Every single week, the internet gives us amazing things that otherwise we would have no idea were going on in this world. Important things like someone in Australia taking their miniature pony in the backseat of their car through a drive through at McDonald's. And this horse had kind of an interesting look on its face. Part of it was obviously terrified because it's a pony in the back of a car. And then the other part was just pure bliss like you would see a dog. Just couldn't be happier to be there, but it went back and forth. I mean, I... Would love to see a miniature anything in the back seat of a car. I've seen a, a few miniature through. things in the back seat of a car. <laughs> Is that a horse in your car? He's excited for his ice cream. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's Rocco. Hi, Rocco. Australia is just his so name metal. Is Rocco, and he's a mini horse yeah. in a drive through. He's getting like ice the- cream. I also feel like that horse is going to poop all over the place. Take him to Starbucks. Give him a little puppuccino. It's, uh, they don't call him anything other than puppuccinos. They're, they're, it's not a horsecino. No, take him to a burrito place and get him a horse chata. No, 
Stephen so proud. I wish. Please, twitch.tv slash Stephen That face that you just made, he sat up straighter and then specifically turned to his left so he could look at himself. looked at himself as he was dropping that line. And just nodded. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, horse and Chino. Oh, horse Chata. Oh, whatever. That was just as bad. That was... No, look at him writing it down. Do not put that as a promo. That's going on Instagram. Jeez Louise. At David Mahoney. Just tell him how silly it is later. This one from <laughs> Cover Your Ears. It was a, uh, a banger. Uh, Lincoln Park rendition of Nam. Is everything that you thought I would falling apart right in front of you. Caught in the undertone. Just caught in the undertone. <laughs> Every step that I take was another mistake to you. Caught in the undertone. Just caught in the undertone. You know, there's a lot of questions as to whether that was multiple people or the same guy. It's the same. One, it was the same one guy. amazing Anybody talent. who could try to do uh, Mike Shinoda and Chester in the same breath is a, a true a renaissance man. Yeah, For that's, real. How do we miss that? Sky said uh, you should have taken the miniature pony to Arby's and gotten him horsey sauce. No, that's cannibalism. Is it? That's cannibalism. Okay. <laughs> One thing, back to this guy, though, uh, at Lincoln Park. Um, I, why was the sound so different? I feel like whenever he was trying to be Mike, the uh, caught in the undertow. I yeah. mean, I just felt like it was just so much clearer. Mm-hmm. And then whenever he was being Chester, well, was a lot of it was soul so there. far. It was a lot of very a far channel. away. Yeah. 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 It's my favorite thing. You, you that can't, you can't scream into one of the a microphone. So the you know, favorite you one project. of the year. Yeah. <laughs> the right, favorite so, one of the year. I know it's just it's the beginning of the year. It's, it's January. Whatever. It's fine. Uh, so from the Redneck Report, we had an individual that got into a, a fairly serious amount of trouble because he got into a bar fight and he stabbed some guy in the face. Mm-hmm. Now, what made him get into even more trouble is that he had previously written a song called Slash Yo Face, where he was talking about stabbing, not resolving an issue, Dave, rather just stabbing. Dave, you're from the streets, mean streets uh, down there, I believe it was outside the villages in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got you to talk about what's true life, what's true to you, and I forget what this rapper's name was. But he, Slat, had, young he, he, he had he had to put it out there. He had to put it out there, and um, now he's going to spend two years in prison. Let's have a listen. No fist fight, slash your face with my knife. No fist fight, slash your face with my knife. No fist fight, slash your face with my knife. Young Zeus got the juice. I'm sipping dirty Tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. I I don't mean to call you out for being the bitch that you are, but if you're scared to get in a fist fight and you're going to go straight to cutting somebody's face with your knife, like you're just a ninny. You also had so much opportunity to like to use the Joker as a reference, and like how cool and darker that would have been. I mean, lame. The actual production on that. I mean, the the lyrics are trash, but the actual production, I could vibe out to that. You could vibe out. Are you shouting out that producer? Yeah, whoever whoever produced that track. You think you may you may drop that into the. it was Timbaland. <laughs> Into the CD mixer that you have in your trunk in your uh, 2013 Maroon Toyota Avalon. Uh, it's a five-disc oh changer, Five-disc changer, Five-disc yeah. changer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a five-disc changer in back, your trunk? Back in the day, we used I to used have to. Like, oh, I thought you meant today. a hundred-disc changer. Yeah. And if you wanted to change the music, oh, you had impossible. to get out of the car and go to the trunk. Dude, you had a hundred disc <laughs> changer. If you were that, if you were rolling that kind of life, you never change your CDs. Wait, you, why were you guys you alive with Ben Franklin? What do you mean you had to like go into your trunk to because change your one hundred? You were disc. also alive during that time. You were just too poor in Alabama to have the resources to afford a hundred disc changer. That's just not true. You just didn't put them on the back of the donkey Dude, that took you to school. The 
<laughs> donkey. Yeah, it was Do like, we have donkeys in Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Uh, no. Donkeys. We had, had emus. We had to use CD players until what? Probably 2006. Yeah. When the i when the i when we finally got the the iPhone came out in 2007. Not even the i. I mean, we had the actual iPod. Sure. You know. The, so that was like 2006. IPod Shuffle. Yeah. That was, I think, more. But like even then, still, I had there's, a Zune. There's still Excuse people. Who, I get into their cars and they have CD changers. And I do. Like the see. The fidelity. But mine's not in my trunk. That's because it's not a hundred disc change, a bitch. What do you need one hundred CDs for? You don't. You can't even change them. But when I went to Norton Stereo Shop back in the day, they talked me into it, and it felt like it was worth it at the time. Audio Express (laughs) with a one dollar install. What's crazy is that (laughs) if you still had the little book that I know we all had. It, that was multi generational. I still oh, have yeah. mine. Yeah, so I, if, I, I can't bring myself. Why to would throw you? Throw, why would if we ever throw that away? That's you dumb, know, dumb. Y'all what if the dumb. internet goes away? Then we don't have any music ever again, and oh, that music wow, it dies. Right. What if what iTunes is, just what goes if the away? The internet goes away. Could, could, yeah. What if? So, but I mean, if Blast you had just bus. kept your book, you would have just been able to change it from inside your car instead of going into the back. You still had it. You no. couldn't change it. It was one hundred. You could change. You had hundred. You had hundred CDs, but if you were adding a new one, you had to go back there. Yeah. Oh, so you could from inside your car. You could flip a flip a CD. One hundred different CDs well, from yes. inside your car. Were you born in twenty nineteen? You're yes. making. You just said that you had to get out of your car to change the CD. If you wanted to put, put a new, a new one, one in. in. Well, but that asterisk is important. Oh, and you God, made it seem like you had to like go her. through and change to like These, CD number ninety eight. Uh, I told you, Mahoney, this is why we shouldn't bring a donkey <laughs> girl on no, the show. No, you know what we're gonna do? <laughs> you know what we're gonna do, Dave? <laughs> Let's hire a nineteen year old to make her feel old. <laughs> Any 19-year-olds who want to come work for calling you geriatric. I'm already young. Oh, you're so you young. We can't, can't keep up with you, you being on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> you literally, they would make you do dances, and you guys would seriously no, never. They wouldn't. You would fire them. They wouldn't. They absolutely would not because make you us would, do dances. Oh because gosh. we do not need to. We know. What our do you po- think a 19-year-old does every day? They, they, they hire the 19-year-old to do the dances. Yes, you dance. For us. Not us do that. So you guys would never. You would never. It's not like we go to a strip club. I'm like, let me get up on stage and give this a shot, too. Now, like, there's people that do that. Yep. And I am here to support them in doing that. that you is would not tell them every day it was cringy. No, we wouldn't. It's not it's cringy, not cringy, for cringy a 19 if you're a hot 19-year-old. Yep. Oh, so they're hot they now? They gotta be hot. Oh, they gotta be hot, yeah. No. I mean, have you well, seen me and Dan? I ain't hiring another She's hotter ugly. than me. I'm gonna slash her face, too. <laughs> <laughs> ugly girls only from here on out. <laughs> We're not dating. <laughs> no, I'm jealous. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, and finally, let's uh, let's go to Mall It Over for our final clip of The Internet is Awesome. This gentleman just fixing his truck accidentally swallowed his spit. Like the dip. Like oh, the whole, no. yeah. Yeah, this thing right here is a big 7.3 diesel. They don't make them like this anymore. You take care of these, it'll do something that big neighbor's wife over there will never do. Run. <laughs> That's karma. That's karma. <laughs> that guy was as proud of his joke as Mahoney is of his, and it just karma instantly. Run. <laughs> Text us at 833-YO-DUMMY and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So I've told you guys that my son, who is two years old, hasn't really been in like the terrible two phase. And I don't know he's if He's only two? Yeah, he's only two. He's about to be three, right? He'll be three in April, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's still kind of, you know, a couple months away. I mean, he just, it's again, I, I'm so, I've, no, I've obviously known all your kids all their lives, but 
he's so big. He's like, big I kid. see kindergartners yeah. at my wife's school who are, like, his size. He's going to be a giant. There's no question. He's two years old. That's cr- I was thinking yeah. he was, like, closer to four. No. No, he's too. He's too. But uh, he hasn't really been in the terrible twos, which has been great. Uh, okay. But I don't know if there's been something going on with him these past couple of days. Uh, Is he being emo or something? Kind of. And I mean, some of it's been unintentional, but yesterday he took the olive oil and uh, and dumped it on the floor, which is, uh, <laughs> that's funny to you because you didn't have to Was it, it carpet up. or was How it tile? It was, it, was in the, it was in the kitchen. Oh, so. okay, okay, so that's it better. Easier but it will to clean also, up. you've now got a skating rink. Yes, because you smear it everywhere <laughs> while you're trying to clean it up. And he thought it was hilarious. I mean, he was just making sure that your tiles were properly lubricated. That, that's Sometimes, right. yeah, you know, the concrete in there yeah, gets yeah. a little dry. Didn't want it to crack. How, how much, thoughtful. I mean, like when we're talking about like olive oil, was it like a Costco size thing of olive oil? Was no, it like, it, it was in the little decorative thing. I don't know if, Audrey, you have one of these, but my wife takes the olive oil about. and puts it into like this little oil thing. Specifically, but, salads, breads. Great for salads and breads and all okay. that stuff, but still enough to create a, uh, a small pool. Okay. So that was nice. Uh, that's not the thing that really created the issue. That was just sort of the cherry on top. Um, I guess he. Had been having some stomach issues. Oh no! Yeah, these uh, past couple of days. And oh, uh, you think he was like freebasing olive oil, just I, like I drinking it? Because I think that would do it. All I know is that he uh, he had a diaper on at the time because uh-huh. he had just gotten up from a nap. So he doesn't normally wear a diaper, but like when he takes a nap or you know goes to sleep mm-hmm. at night, just in case he'll have a diaper on. Mm-hmm. He had just woken up from his nap, and I guess he had soiled his diaper. As you and, do, you know, being aware at his age that you're you know not to poop yourself. He went into the bathroom and took his diaper off and flung it everywhere. <laughs> Poop everywhere. <gasps> and then, Picasso. Being, being the sweet boy no, that he Pollock. is. That's a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> a little more abstract. Yeah. Uh, being the sweet boy that he is and wanting to be helpful, he decided that he was going to clean it, clean up. it up. Oh, no. Did he use the olive oil? He did not use the olive oil. He grabbed a handful of toilet paper and really did. Uh, much like you would a canvas, spread it everywhere. How okay, don't everywhere. love that. So it's do you have, uh, what, which bathroom was this? This was the downstairs, like, guest powder okay. room, yeah. Oh, it's There's, the guest. Yeah. Is there wallpaper in there? Uh, there? There is not wallpaper in there anymore. Well, there is on one wall, but that's about, like behind the toilet, so he didn't get to that. So, it, well, I mean, but it's in paint. How did you get it out of the paint? Usually it's like a, what, an eggshell or a semi-gloss in a bathroom, traditionally, did for you, those not reasons. Matt? No, no, no. I, 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 I employed a different method to clean it up. I went, babe, you got to come in here. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I love listening to y'all, but I got a question for Dave and Mahoney both. How do two grown-ass men not think to check their oil at least once a week? Like, check it. It's something that needs to be checked. Thanks. Message deleted. How do two grown men not check their oil once a week? If you are having to check the oil on your car once a week, your car is a piece of crap. I drive a Toyota. You know why I drive a Toyota? Because they're reliable, well-built Efficient cars I that I don't have to think about. A lot of piece of crap cars over the years. Yep. I used to have these Mustangs that I used to buy because they were Mustangs, and they were a lot of times just ragged out, beat up old yep. cars. Um, you know, I did everything from changing out the, uh, you know, just the normal stuff, air filters sure. to uh, catalytic converter one time, mm-hmm. um, alternators, all of that stuff. So I've spent, I've spent a decent amount of time under the hood, even with those beat up 
cars that, that had all Didn't sorts of problems. Checked. Yeah, I wasn't checking the oil once a week. If I, you're checking the oil once a week, you have an oil leak. I had a it. 92 Celica, and I loved this car. It was like my first real, real car, the one that I drove a, a fair amount. And sporty, too. Oh, so sporty, yeah. Put a guy who's six foot four, six foot five in that thing and fit. Surprising like amount of leg room, no yeah. back seat. Yeah. Uh, a little but, low to the ground for you these days, though. Way too low yeah. to the ground for me these days. But I got that car when it had 100,000 miles on it. Mm-hmm. I drove that car for 100,000 miles. You got 200,000 miles on that bad boy? And I there, I probably changed the oil on that car. Twice. Like every 20,000 miles. Wow. I mean, that's because I was, I was poor. Right. But right, that right, car, right. Re, like that car, the only reason that car even died, because I got into a car accident. I got T-boned on the highway, which is hard to do. On a highway. That is hard to do. Uh, and then I still drove that car. It knocked my hood off that car, and I still drove that car without a hood for four months. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, and that's it ran like a champ yeah. because it was a well-made, efficient car. Well, and also a lot of like the newer cars, you don't even have to change oil once. Every 10,000 miles, you go full synthetic. And sometimes, some even so, go so, higher, 15,000. 15, 20, 25,000 yeah. on some of those cars. It's not the so, same world that we grew up in in the 60s with your dad. Yeah. You know, it's just, cars are more, they're more expensive now, but you, they're you, better now. You also even America cars. You can't fix them yourself like you used to, right? You go under the no, hood and no. everything, it's impossible. That's, that's, the, that's the one downside, but guess what? They are. They do run better. If you don't really have that much interest in fixing your own car, it's fine. I live fine. Yeah. Here you go. Yep. So I am due for an oil change, mm-hmm. and um, whenever I do go and get my oil done, I like I will have the guy who will come around mm-hmm. from the hood and yeah. show me the little dipstick. Oh yeah. And he'll be like, "Ma'am, this is where your oil was." And I'm like, "Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh huh." Is that and good? Then, or bad? It's illegal to do that without asking these days. I, I do not ask any questions. I just look and act mm-hmm. like I know. Yes, mm-hmm. yes oh, yeah. sir. Oh my. Yeah, that dipstick's looking a little dry. And then they'll put the oil in, and then. He'll He'll be like, ma'am, this is where your oil is now. Is this appropriate? And I'm like, of course. Why are you asking me if this is appropriate? I'm paying you to do this. That's that's like being awake during surgery and them asking you, should I remove this part of your spleen? They never ask us that, Dave. They just do it. They just want to talk to her. her, Well, it's almost, it makes me feel like the whole process is them being like a sommelier of sorts, like oil sommeliers, where they're like, this is the fantastic, uh, full full synthetic. Hmm? (laughs) It's a fantastic vintage. And like with the the napkin draped over their arms with the dip. Stick, this like, is a 2014 may blend. <laughs> <laughs> may please present you the fantastic blend of whatever it is. Every time I go, and I'm scared to go though because I'm always nervous. Take it to my guy. He he's he's a, he's a listener of the show. Do he you loves know the how show. Many times you tell me to take them things and do things to your people, and then you you never tell me who they are. It's my responsibility to follow up. That's right. You ask me, and I would give you their number immediately and tell you where they're at. I don't believe you. A hundred percent. Do you see what I'm saying, Dave? Nah, see, yeah, he's going to gatekeep his, his guy. He's a gatekeeper. Uh-huh, he is. I, why? Pretty girls why would I, don't gatekeep. The, he just bought his own place. Mm, I don't know. And it's great. Don't trust him. He now owns it. He is was he the, he was the general manager, now he's the owner. Dipstick? Huh? Is he going <laughs> to He's married, Audrey. He's married. He's not going to pull uh, wait, out his you, dipstick. Are you... <laughs> Are you are you going to trade a handy for an oil change? Because I'm sure there's plenty of takers out there right now. Please leave a message after the tone. 
What's your most uncomfortable sensation, either physical or metaphysical? I would have to say, uh, for me, it's it's the pee shiver. Like when you finish taking a leak, and then your whole body just kind of goes. <laughs> your blood pressure changes. Message deleted. That is. is that what's going it's on? A, there? It's, it's, uh, it's a change in your blood pressure, which is why you get the little pee shakes. That's not. The, I actually don't mind that. That doesn't no, feel uncomfortable no. to me. You know what? Like you guys don't experience this, but as somebody who lacks a gallbladder because of Dave's violent tendencies. A man who has been suffering without a gallbladder for the last 15 years, your life. there welcome. are times when I eat overly greasy foods, which I shouldn't, but I do, mm-hmm. and then things uh, things start to leak. You got a leaky butt. It's like, then I'm like, I know I got to go, and that's like, that starts to make me uncomfortable if I'm in a position where I'm not able to, like, what? go to the bathroom. And I hate being cold, cold, and especially in a situation where you're not supposed to be cold mm-hmm. and you're sitting there like you're shivering you know yeah and you're trying to pretend like you're not cold but then mm-hmm. that's all you can think about is being cold that's very but it has to be real you're, you grew up in minnesota know, though but you know what i mean like it's, it's you're one, not prepared it's one of those situations when you're sick or you talk about the sh- sh- no 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 like it's 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 the Bone same thing cold. mentally mm-hmm. when you're not supposed to laugh at something and uh-huh. as a result you can't like you're in tears because yeah you know you're not supposed to laugh when you're not supposed to be cold because it's not really that cold but you're in an environment where it's not appropriate to have your teeth chattering mm, like a little mm-hmm. bitch, and you that then you are. I hate that, and also I hate uh, physically, probably the most uncomfortable in the history of my life, and it happens on a regular basis. The legs falling asleep while taking a poo, and then you do your legs up. fall asleep or is it your feet? No, my whole legs. Really? See, mine just yeah. is, mine just the foot. You don't like lean on your legs while you're. It's just the feet. Just the feet. Just the feet. Usually, really? just my left one. But you know what I'm talking about. You're oh, like, it's that that, that pins? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Terrible. That's, terrible. <laughs> I feel like that's how we. You know, if we're thinking about humane ways to torture, uh, like war criminals, mm-hmm. like let's just make their make whole their body go that. Yeah, and, and then make them walk, run, <laughs> dance. So I feel like mine. I hope this reaches somebody who also is like this. So sometimes, so it happens whenever I get a little too cold, mm-hmm. or I don't know. I guess maybe it's also like a, a symptom of anxiety. But whenever you can like. Feel your body. Does that make sense? So, like, whenever you can start feeling, because usually you're just like a ball of of flesh, right? Like, you're mm-hmm. not like actively thinking about like your fingers or or your feet or whatever. Right. But sometimes, like, whenever I'm walking, I can like feel my heel as I'm walking, like the bone of my heel, and it freaks me out because I'm so cold or like I'm like overly stimulated. Yeah, after you smoke a bunch of weed? No, oh, it's I feel, happened. I feel it's like happened absolutely. Yeah. Whenever you start feeling your fingers and stuff and you're sitting down. How and am I moving like, this? What in the world? And I hate it and it makes <laughs> me freak out. I'm like, ew, I have fingers. <laughs> like, why do I have fingers that do oh, things? You'll, you'll figure it out. The other day, whenever I was looking at my hand and I'm like, why does my pinky and my my ring finger moved together, but the other three. So then I was thinking about how these three fingers are the best three fingers, Those and these other two fingers are well, chumps. That's the, that is, that's the shocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what sport do you think will be the next big thing? Message deleted. We're tapped out on sports here in America. We got four. Well, the slappy thing is the new that's one. That's failing not doing very well right it's now it's so new though you don't yeah, think that's i think there's a off? lot of I, I i don't know we'll see what happens you with think that. cricket will ever make it no. to america cricket it's, it's, it's soccer will never soccer, be big in america huge what about pickleball america, everybody's real big on the pickleball nobody's watching pickle nobody's watching pickleball, nobody's but, uh, watching pickleball. Uh, the, the, the problem i have with pickleball is it's just 
It's not a new sport. Stop acting like it's a new sport. It's a. It's just in between ping pong and tennis. That's yeah. all it is. Well, it's just because the younger generations that are getting older are starting to figure out all these old people's yeah. sports. It's just huge <laughs> ping pong or tiny tennis. Yeah. That's all it is. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey. And then we have soccer as a distant fifth. I feel like soccer is more popular than hockey is. It depends on what part of t- go, go Go to Missouri and say that. I mean, I think that MMA I mean, is more Al- or Alabama. I think that like, MMA is well, more popular football. than hockey in a lot of places too. Oh, for sure, yeah. MMA. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we're we're kind of. I think I feel like we're at our capacity for sports, and we don't need to like anytime we try, try to create new sports, like new new Olympic sports. Nobody's watching those now. We, I, we like the classics. I, I think we need to put some gas behind the things that aren't getting the love that they need, like darts and bowling. You know, like the the casual the, the sports that you can actively drink while doing. Like we need to focus on shuffleboard. Those. Shuffleboard, that's a good one. Mm. And also, if you start your shuffleboard game now, you'll be the king of the old folks' home. I don't feel like we need to add. You said something the, about sports and drinking. There mm-hmm. are certain sports that don't need to be involved with drinking, and like the axe throwing. We're we're putting oh, too much yeah. drinking to sports to things that are like mediocre level sports. Yeah, axe throwing. Uh, no, no. I even think me. that darts while drinking is dangerous. I know, but that makes it fun. Have you ever thrown a dart at somebody? No, oh, Dave. It's a good time. Oh, it's You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. It's funny, Audrey, because earlier you're talking about how there's certain songs that can just take you back to a place and mm-hmm. just instantly transports you back to that time, it's time that travel. feeling. That's it really the only is. real time travel we have. Incorrect. Let me give you another perfect example. You guys were just in the studio. Talking while that last song was playing about awful drinks that you had when you were younger. And we yeah. all were just trash buckets when we were kids. You know, you drink whatever you keep your hands on. Anything. Whatever the the friends, parents had in their liquor yeah. cabinet. You'd make weird concoctions. But very rare. Like, I don't think that that would happen with any food. Because there's certain food that I don't like, obviously. Uh-huh. But when you start talking about these specific drinks from our youth when we were growing mm-hmm. up that we used to power through, it makes my mouth water like, I have to throw up because oh, yeah. it's oh, yeah. so disgusting. Just the thought of, we were talking about, Audrey was talking about oh, the God. first thing that she really got drunk off of was warm. Hot. Hot? Like, I was mean. Was it in a trunk or something? It, no, I mean, but I mean, just think about any type of thing that's not ice cold. It just is hot to you. Okay. I mean, because it was in the summer. So yeah. it was hot. So it was hot. And it was in, um, like, in the bar area that was by the pool. Mm-hmm. So hot enough. And it was beef eater Ugh. gin. And Jesus. then Mahoney, you said that yours was also the Seagram's extra Seagram's dry extra gin. dry gin. But the first thing I ever got Ugh. super drunk off of was Seagram's seven. Ugh. And even the smell. Thir- you're right, Dave. <laughs> the smell almost 25 years later now still makes me dry heave. I can't drink gin Crown because of that. Me. And you know, I like bourbon, I like whiskey, all that stuff. Yeah. And I don't, I don't hate Crown. It doesn't make me gag when I smell it, but it, it brings me back to that moment because freshman year of college, went over to a friend's house, parents were out of town, yeah. uh, totally lame, like just like three or four dudes sitting around drinking, Freaking. no chicks at all. Yep. Yeah, just oh, awesome puke. party. And I remember that he busted out, he broke into his parents' liquor cabinet, and I think it was some like vintage bottle of Crown that they'd been saving forever. From like the 80s or something. Anyway, warm, obviously. Okay. Why is it always and hot? And I had no appreciation for just how strong crowd liquor is. Hard liquor, yeah. because I didn't drink in high school mm-hmm. and started just taking shots yep. of it. And I, I distinctly remember sitting in his parents' living room in the recliner thinking to myself, if I move, I'm going to throw up. Oh, I'm but if I, if I don't move, I'm going to throw up. Did and you I need throw some, up? 
And uh, so I elected to just vomit all over his parents' living room oh, recliner no. and floor. Could, and could you imagine a kid doing that in your house right now? I would have oh, been, been so, so mad. Imagine, so mad. Because that, like, the crap I pulled at my house... Mm-hmm. Doing that, or the p- friends who had part, like we would go over there and have parties. Mm-hmm. Like My- you knew their parents were mm-hmm. out of town. Then you've got thirty idiot teenagers oh. sitting in your house destroying so your that's, stuff. That's not going to happen. That doesn't happen anymore. Well, right? We have cameras. Uh, we have cameras. Yeah. Well, I mean, cameras. I true. Yeah, but your kids are probably going to be too smart. They'll know how to like. You know what's the saddest? You know what? That's actually pretty sad because I was talking to my boyfriend's daughter the other day and I was like, you know, do people like have slumber parties really anymore? And she goes, no, like nobody wants their kids to go over to other people's house. They always want the kids to come over there. But then you get into this. Well, no, you come over to our house. No, you come over to my house. And that's really, really, really sad to me. I mean, and I, I, I. I don't know because I'm not a parent, but I under- understand wanting to protect our like your kids. But I mean, it's just did, and I'm not sitting here saying, "Oh, I miss them, and I want kids to be able to go out and sneak out and do all this horrific stuff that we did." Because there obviously they're safer. But there's something to that, right? I mean, it's learning. All, you get you your about, street smarts yeah. that way. Not even just street smarts, but you think about <laughs> Common the, the good memories and the friendships and everything, the bonds that were formed around those kinds of activities. I know. I'm like, if my kids never sneak out of the house, they'll never get a chance to stab anyone like I did. You know, that's a real bonding moment for me and my friends. No, I didn't. But did, I mean, did beat kids... somebody with nunchucks, right? <laughs> yeah, I did beat someone with nunchucks one time. <laughs> That's silly. In a abandoned Walmart parking lot, it was appropriate. That's right. Kids are always going to find a way to evolve to be smarter than their parents, though. We can't discredit kids. Like, I mean, yeah. we're but, sitting here saying, I mean, think about all of the firewall protections you had on your on your uh, yeah. computers and TVs any. or None. whatever your no, protections we, we were. were the, we were the last. You're, you're t- 10 years younger than me and Dave. Your generation had that Dave and I there was, was no still, firewalls ours was still yeah. the wild wild west well we yeah. just figured it out you did right like yeah. I mean there was parental controls on TVs I mean I remember direct TV you had to have a password in order to like access certain channels yeah, and I was your like mom what? probably what didn't codes? know how to use the stuff when you, th- when you, talk, you had a teacher that's so interesting though I mean you think about slumber parties and like back in the day if you went to a slumber party and you were the first one to pass out you know they would draw on your face it's or like you get to put the whipped cream, cream in your hand and all that stuff. the water so but, you like, pee yourself that was also something that was kind of like like a very funny moment for just you and your friends. But now they film. Now you they fill, put it you on film the it internet. Like, yeah, yeah, nah, man. It's less funny if you pee your pants in front of everyone at yeah. school as opposed to just like your very close friends that made you pee your pants. Yeah, bond, you bond that. Yeah. It's just kind of funny us saying like the 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 good old days because really what do kids do now i mean truly i don't know i don't have kids dave your your daughters aren't at the age of slumber parties they're close i mean like my oldest oldest one is and i I actually feel the same way like i'll be happy to host a slumber party not really unless like they're really really good friends right if they're very close friends like a casual one now like but if if she's like hey i want to go over to a slumber party at some random friend from school who you don't know know, yeah no it's a pass did your parents never know the people that you were sleeping over no, my at parents, their house? My parents knew all, like, because I started having, like, I would stay over at friend's house, like, starting, like, first grade. And I remember all through elementary yep, school, same. especially even into, even into, like, middle school and then high school, I just had my friends. It was usually just like my, here's how crazy this was. So, in high school, my best girlfriend, mm-hmm. like, there was never anything sexual between us. You, you've met her a couple sure, times, yeah. my friend, Alexis. Very nice. Uh, who I've known, you know, all my life, but she, you know, attractive woman who my parents didn't care that she slept over at my house like 
three or four nights a week. They knew she or was out I, of your league. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I ain't getting any. <laughs> or try. I could sleep over at her house and no, like our Still parents not getting any. And our parents and her didn't parents say anything. Even, her parents were fine. Well, with they knew it. I think you my guys mom may have thought. Like I don't know. I'll have to ask her that she maybe thought that we were fooling around, which I feel like that makes it worse. But like, can you imagine a guy? You like, no. like my boyfriend uh, sleeping stayed over, over at my house, or your daughter your sleeping boyfriend over? Stayed over at your house mm-hmm. at what age? High school. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. I mean, like it, it all started the time. off as like the oh well, they'd been over here. Let's like, say like a Friday, right? Like they had stayed over too late, like and we accidentally fell asleep because that actually really was true. We'd fallen asleep watching a movie. Oh no, he didn't accidentally fall asleep. That was in the his, green light in his cage in the basement. But that was the green light where mm-hmm. it was like Come it on happened here, one time. And get your hands off my daughter, you son of a bitch. I'm not, also don't like, don't let boyfriends stay over. Yeah, because we're always telling you what happens. So yeah. look out! You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. Eight three three yo dummy. Now the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. My grandpa always said, if you love someone, set them free, and it will come back. No one else wanted them. Set them free again. Get rid of them. And I agree with him. Message deleted. That's weird. You believe that whole thing? Like, if you you love something, set them free. If they come back to you, they are truly yours. If they don't, they never were. That's toxic. Yeah. It's like, yeah, go let them cheat on you for seven months and then take them back. When when their other options run out. That just sounds like a way for somebody to make it okay in their head to understand that somebody doesn't necessarily really want to be with them. Yeah. It's like, or if they come back, you know, then they really do love me. Well, what no. do you mean? That's just not true. Then, they then, just, then, then they're desperate and you're in your convenience. You're available. Yeah. That's, that's what that is. <laughs> I feel like you just need to stand up for yourself. And if somebody's not into you, then they're just not into We've you. Said See, that- Shane has a, a differing philosophy here. And this makes a ton of sense from the Twitch chat. Uh, he said, no, if you love something, chain it up in the basement. Who, 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 what kind of rich ass people have basements uh, and chains? Yeah, not me. Yeah. It's expensive these days. Um, says never the man, beg. Says never the beg. man who grew up with a basement full of exotic birds, <laughs> ferrets, and ferrets. We're very, very wealthy, Dave. Obviously, <laughs> that basement must have smelled terrible. It smelled great. It did not. I lived down in that basement I after that. Did. Yeah, right? yeah, after, after the birds and the ferrets left, uh, you, you left in the me. ferret turd fest. I, no, I cleaned the thing. You cleaned it. Well, no. So my mom actually hired that girl up the street because uh, I did such a poor job. She hired her to come up and uh, your mom clean had, the cages. had to hire somebody else to come in and clean the cages. A, she's, you, she's tell, tell fostering me, young entrepreneurs. Tell me if I if, if I'm accurate here. You intentionally did a bad job. Uh, you know, I don't know. I can't. I can't You're say. Spoiled it's rotten. A long, spoiled long, rotten. Long time ago, Dave. Spoiled this, rotten. This man has literally never done anything that he does not want to do. Rotten. So I was giving. I was, I was giving. <laughs> to this day. So I was giving blood yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So I'm there, and you know, because I get my blood work done. I like how quarterly. you say I, I was giving blood as if you were like doing oh. something charitable. And you're like, no, you're just getting your blood work <laughs> done. Getting blood I was work, donating. Oh, yeah. Getting blood work done yesterday, and the so these uh, pathetic doctors can do their jobs and tell me if I'm healthy. The uh, the woman who was taking my blood, she was, you know, my arm veins suck. They just they do. I don't oh, really. Have, you got thin veins. Uh, they always tell me that I've got. I don't uh, have good arm veins, but I have. She was like, "You have the vein most porn. beautiful, uh, beautiful veins I've ever seen in a hand." 
in oh. my entire life. Oh wow! <laughs> she's, and so she great when she's it's the gloves my, and when she's going through my hand because it's like you know you can get there you can get there's a couple of big veins there. She, she's like your hands are so so soft so soft. <laughs> it's the gloves. Ne- never I wasn't wearing the gloves yesterday. Never done a day of work in your life. <laughs> Your hands are so I soft. Felt, I felt so nice. I was like, what a nice compliment to say my hands are so soft. Between <laughs> between you getting that compliment and then Audrey being at the dentist and her getting the A-plus teeth compliment, like it's... No, that was a big deal. That's a big deal. No, that was a really big deal to me because do you remember uh, me telling you guys about six months ago that I got got by the dentist? You got got by the dentist? Yes. They lied to me about my gum health. You don't remember me telling you guys? And they charged me like $600 for a deep cleaning? What? Yes. I don't remember this. So they ended up, like they were going through, and so there's a scale of your gum health, and it's like one to five. Ones and twos obviously being the best, and then fours and fives, meaning that you you know need to start taking Uh better care of your gums, and you're going to have like gum disease. So this lady was going through my mouth, and like four, five, four, five, three, four, four, five, and I was like... It's because they're (gasps) upcharging you on that that special treatment that they do. I mean, $600 for a cleaning is insane. Well, and I was there for five hours. I had got there at noon. I didn't get seen until three. Great was teeth. in the chair. I know. And was in the chair. Ended up getting a cleaning that wasn't even really. They didn't do the polish. There was none of the flossing. There was none of the. It was. You didn't get the bubblegum flavored. I didn't get the bubblegum flavored fluoride. I didn't get anything. The polish. Paper on your tongue. That's the polish. I didn't get any of that. And it was 20 minutes. And I left feeling like a. Four five chump. You spent six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars. And they did that. And I found so yesterday thing or whatever. uh, It was a absolute nightmare. And I left upset, truly, because not only did my wallet get gouged, but I felt like my mouth was gross. And I take good care of my my teeth. I've had you know. Um, braces twice. Like I smiles are something that I really is, is an important thing to me. Yeah. So I went to the dentist yesterday and I told them this story and I was like, I felt like I had been taken advantage of because this is kind of after the pandemic. It felt like people, doctors included, a lot of the times were just trying to get the checks that they weren't getting, mm-hmm. you know, the insurance. And I felt like that's kind of what was going on in my scenario at the time at the dentist, explaining this to her. And she's going through and she's like, okay, it's time to see what your gum health looks like. And we're going through and she's like, one. I was like, yes. One, one. Yes, yes. Two, one, two. And I was like, I knew I wasn't a four or five girl. And it was all of the validation. It's all the validation I needed. I I mean, I... I, Oops. Uh, Audrey, you know we love you, and we we want the best for you. When you were were propositioned in situations like this, call me or Dave. (laughs) For this $500 gouge? Yes. Just like say, hey, does this seem right and even the idea of having a call should make you go, no, I don't want to do this. I was just so... F- <laughs> no, I hear you, but you need to just, like, call us. Mahoney will, will drive over there and do that dad thing, like, when, like, you, when his daughter's, show like, me your teeth. But, like buying, <laughs> buying a used car, like, just cross his arms and, like, walk back and forth aggressively in the parking lot. Dude, that's what dad... I mean, <laughs> that's but that's a, a dad yeah. move. Yeah, like, you gotta have that, yeah, like, for stuff like yeah, that. Like, yeah. But can you imagine... You sitting there walking around. Your teeth have been perfect forever, and then all of a sudden they're like, "You're a four five. You're four five. Yeah, they gaslit you. They gaslit me. That's like mm-hmm. ugly dudes who tell beautiful women they're ugly. Yes, yeah. man. That's, that's like telling me I was like a Nashville two. <laughs> so Sacramento six. Hey, so let me ask you guys: did, did your family have any interesting or like weird traditions they would ever like do every year? 
Message deleted. I don't know if it's weird, but the uh, the Christmas Eve meal was always seafood in my house. I think that was pretty common. I've heard. Was it? Yeah. yeah. I don't we, know those, we couldn't afford seafood. I don't so. know if that was like an East Coast thing because yeah, my my dad's family is is from you know Jersey. And Do a lot of fishing Philly too. And all that stuff. A lot of, a lot of fishing those times, going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was something that hmm. I remember it struck some people as odd. Just like seafood on Christmas Eve. We don't have any traditions in my family. I, that's the thing I love about my mom and my my dad and my grandparents. Don't have like, we don't have really. You didn't any. open up a gift on Christmas Not Eve. Really. I mean, we would we would do Christmas big and like it was like Christmas time is always one of my absolute favorites. But like there was never like we have to go do this thing. There was never at a book this time. You never no. read a Christmas Not story. Really. We don't have like no family. Like again, if you want to think about like you know Christmas. people have. Like you're 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 wherever you're from, or you have this like strong sense of like community or uh, patriotism. It's not or, fair, huh? we don't. Have, it's like we're just Patri- like the most no generic suburban, bland, and I and that's and I love it. Milk toast. Yes, yes. blend right in. Do you have any traditions you're creating with your kids, Dave? Uh, I mean, just outside of the big like Christmas morning, we always make a point of trying to be at our house for Christmas because there's you know lots of family and traveling and all that stuff. We, and that's we'll Santa, where Santa knows where to go. Yeah, exactly. We'll travel before and after, but like Christmas morning, we want to be at the house type of thing because that's like a real special day for everyone, as opposed to just like a birthday, right? So where that's it's one thing. technically a tradition. That, I never really thought of it that of, way. Yeah, everybody yeah, so gets to tradition. celebrate. Everyone gets that's to celebrate nice. together. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I'm starting. I want traditions. I'm, I'm starting the traditions. You, you are pajamas. trying matching pajamas. That's a great starting. Dude, matching point. pajamas matching are so good. Pajamas. I got the matching pajamas you this got year. Them. Okay. okay, I did the matching pajamas. Um, uh, for Thanksgiving and for Christmas, um, my dad actually started this tradition, um, and I love it. It's so cute. You make a little menu for all of your food, so oh. like whatever. So like you're creating like the Thanksgiving Day menu, and so you're does able to, get to see choose something. And do they put on the menu? Or well, it's, it's a buffet just... style. You okay. get, get what right. you get, but then yeah. you know what the menu is, and I love that. I think that's the that's cutest cute. thing cute. ever, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. you just get like the Thanksgiving family, you know, whatever the menu is for the year or whatever. Mm. But um, and do then, you hold on to stuff like that? Yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's just such a cute, we, and it's simple. We don't throw it's the away, easiest thing. You know, we don't do the one, like in my house. So it's like my wife and I have some traditions that we do. And one of the things is we don't throw away any of our Christmas cards. Everybody who sends Christmas, Christmas, we've got a, we got a file. We've got a file. Yeah. A file? Do you file them by Dude, last I've name? I've got like 10 years. No, we just take the year. They're, they're filed by year. So Aww. think about this, Dave. Do you ever like bust out the Christmas cards and be like, boy, Dave has aged very poorly. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every year, that's the tradition. It's like, <laughs> is this, is there, are those the same khakis for the last 10 years? <laughs> Why are they so tight? <laughs> is his nuts getting bigger or he's just getting fatter? That actually would be a funny way to track Dave's weight. See how tight the khakis no, are for each But you can go this back. This is a skinny. Did, didn't even button them this year. <laughs> <laughs> Folded over. And I know you can go back and look at like people's Facebooks and stuff like that, but it, like it marks a, a, a time and place for for things like that. So, I love that. That's, that's nice. really cute. Yeah. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. What is the most bizarre wrong number text or call you've ever received? Message deleted. My wife got a random text message the other day, and it was like a group text to her and somebody else, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Hey, Adam, what's going on?" Hope you're doing well. And then the other person's like, who is Adam? Who is this? And they said, sorry, must be the wrong number. And she's like, why am I on this group text with two numbers that I don't know at all? Just seem really strange. It feels like a scam. Different area. It does feel like everything that's a wrong number to me feels like a scam. Every time. I got time for that. Yeah. Do you ever just like, when I get a number I don't know, I'll answer it, but I don't say anything. I'll just listen. I did that the other day. We we did that on the show. Remember? I did that. Two days ago, it, it was a call from 
the school district, uh-huh. and it's normally just like a recorded message, like, hey, here's something that's going on. And so I answered it. I picked it up. I didn't say anything. And it was like eight seconds. I was like, hello. Oh, you, you broke? <laughs> yeah. You broke. <laughs> and it was somebody from the school district, like, hey, we just need some you know documents for your kid or oh, whatever. We just need your social security number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your mother's made a name. I'm a Nigerian prince. I just want to send uh-huh. you money. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. So every week we decide that instead of pretending that we're a really well-polished show, let's just go ahead and showcase all of our screw-ups. Producer Pajamas, is there a star of the blooper reel this week? I would say that it's pretty evenly split okay. between two people. Oh. Um, oh. the She was on the other foot for not having any, having any bloops this week between you and Mahoney. This week, Dave was a shining star. Bloop-free. Bloop free. Oh, no, no, there was plenty of bloop bloop free me very, in twenty twenty three. That's that's <laughs> yeah. what it is. You just missed him. Oh, Four Dave. days paying him off. True, he's paying him off. Yeah. That's what that trip was. One hundred percent to uh, to get the lotto tickets. Uh-huh. Yeah, Dave mm-hmm. paid you off. Yep, mm-hmm. little kiss on the neck. While Bought off. Neck? I thought we Your didn't think you were a sellout, Jordan, but here we are. Now we know. Audrey. Jordan's got a long neck. I, I have to just use Hume. 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 To whom this may concern. Hume. Hume. I have never seen a little bottle of Plaps Blue Ribbon. Little <laughs> bottle of Plaps. Plaps. Would you shoot it? I a chimpanzee. Mean, a chimpanzee. The chimpanzee. I was flabbergasted. You wouldn't even ask me such a question. Easiest way to get a discount is to steal valor. Oh, I thought you were going to say to like plant a bug in uh, in your food. Like what? plant a bug, bug. And I think they brought it back. I think they, they're they're trying to atone for the mistakes and season one. To atone for the mistakes. Mistakes. Uh, you get the chips and cheese. Chips and and cheese. If I'm Dude. feeling wild, then I get a cheesy, beefy, burn, beef burrito. Cheesy, beefy, burn, beef burrito. <laughs> beefy, burn, Easiest way to get a discount is to steal Valor. Oh, I thought you were going to say to like plant a bug in uh, in your food. Plant a bug. Plant a bug. Plant a bug. You get the chips and cheese. Chips too. And cheese. If I'm too. feeling wild, then I get a cheesy beefy burn, beefy burn, burn, cheesy beef burrito. A little bottle of Plaps Blue Ribbon to atone for the mistakes. A chimpanzee. Would you shoot it? Flabbergasted. You wouldn't even ask me such a question. This makes sense. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, do you feel like you're the type of person that gets overwhelmed easily? Depends. And Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that question overwhelmed Every situation is a yes. Um, so you were talking about how you went to a grocery store recently. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you, yes. So you did the, this is so strange to me, because you did the exact opposite thing of what I think most people would do, because you went to the grocery store and you were starving, starving. right? Starving. And normally when that happens, uh, everyone, at least I know I do, I'll, I buy everything, because mm-hmm. everything sounds good in the moment. Mm-hmm. I just go ham. And I, I buy a bunch of stuff that I probably won't even eat anyhow. 
the opposite for you? Yeah. So I had gone to the grocery store and I usually do a really good job of, you know, grabbing certain items that I know I'm going to be able to make some type of meal out of once once I get home. But my brain would not let me think about the items that I had at home. Like I had reached that point of hunger where like my blood sugar levels felt like I was just wiped. Like I couldn't think. I was just so like beyond hungry because I hadn't eaten anything all day and it was like 530 at this point. What is with you girls and doing that? Like my wife will do the same thing. She's like, I haven't eaten anything all day. I'm like, that happens to me a lot. Why not? Well, you just get too busy, Dave. No, you, you don't. don't understand no, you what don't. our days are like. First off, I know exactly you what your day what is like. like. It, you our sto- life. You stopped at 10.30 yesterday to get Arby's. 10.45. I get know your correct. day. I know your get day. Get it correct. Do you plan your meals? No. So, or do you just kind of go well, there and, 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 and like freestyle? It's like you're like you're like a freestyle rapper. Like uh, as soon as you get in the and it just whatever whatever around just speaks games. to you. Guys, grocery games has actually really damaged my brain because whenever I'm at home, again, like I'll have like a mod podge of items that I'll be like, all right, I have this, this, and this. What can I make? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll use more of one thing and you have uh, you know leftovers of another so you know just trying to kind of make do with what I've got and it usually works out in my favor most of the time but last night again like I just could not I couldn't think <laughs> like my brain just turned off so I had gone like through a Snickers at the grocery store like eat it while you were shopping so sort of thing. I had picked the one thing that I ended up leaving with were those lint chocolates like the assorted bag of chocolates you know what I'm talking about, right? Like they're the, the, the balls, ones. the yeah. balls, yeah, yeah, yeah. not yeah. the crunchy ones, but they have like dark chocolate, white chocolate, and the insides like goo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you um, went shopping for a whole bunch of stuff, and you ended up leaving with one bag of that. chocolates, just that. Hmm. Um, but I had actually had items in my hand, and I was like, I cannot even think what to use these items for. Like I had gotten um, like Italian sausage and a couple other things, and I was holding them in my hands, and I was like. I am so beyond hungry that I don't even know what to do with this. And I put them in a rogue aisle and just left with the lint chocolates. Like, I just could not. And As I had gone. As a former employee of a grocery store, I hate you. You I'm just sorry. took your armful of stuff, including I... some cold items, and just put no, them I put on. The, a... I put the cold items back in the cold. You. No, I promise I really did. Mm. Swear, Scout's Honor, whatever it you is. You didn't have a three. basket? That was another part of my problem. What kind of crazy. I... Energy did you have walking into this place not grabbing a basket or a cart? I am not joking. Everything went wrong. Because I I walked in cartless. I never do that. I never, ever do that. I walked in, and then I grabbed a couple things, and then they put the carts where if I would have gone back to get a cart, I would have rang off all kinds of alarms. So I was like, well, I can't get a cart now. And I went up and down each, almost each aisle twice and still couldn't think so then i got frustrated because i couldn't think of what to make (laughs) it was it was the worst experience ever so i just panicked and i ate 20 lint chocolates does it ever just take if you just take a moment and think about it realize how completely helpless we would be if we were actually like stranded in the wilderness i mean we you went to the grocery store and almost melted down and died. Well, all the meat looked gross too. Have you like looked at any of the the meat recently? No. Like it was, I was just looking at it and it grossed me out because sometimes when the meats are just like they look slimy or like they're starting to turn that gray color, they're oxidizing, mm. and I was like, this is just gross. And maybe it's just the grocery than store that I went to that gray was foul. Meat. 
Right. <laughs> so I was just like, I couldn't get my appetite. I was so hungry, but nothing, My I had no appetite for anything, I think was the problem. Because it was grossing me out to a point where I was like, I would just rather eat this bag of chocolates than try and make this gray meat work. Okay, so hang on. So <laughs> you like gray sweatpants, but gray meat's a step too far. I like mm-hmm. meats in gray things, <laughs> not gray meats. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So Hayden Pantier is making her comeback in Scream Six, and we were talking about this just yesterday. Scream Six, you guys. Yeah. What were you just doing? I just hit the wrong button. Okay. <laughs> There's a sixth scream coming out, and I've got the trailer. Would you like to hear it? Not let's, really, let's but see okay. if this captivates us. I had this secret. There's a darkness inside of me. It followed me here. And it's going to keep coming for us. We share a certain history. This isn't like any other ghost face. What is this place? A shrine. We've got to lure him in. We execute him. That seems a little try hard. I don't know, man. Like Hayden is one of those actresses that has just been kind of in and out of the spotlight recently and over the last, like, we'll say three or four years just for not some, good stuff. She's had some a lot of rehab. It's, yeah. Well, not only just her, but I mean, her boyfriend um, quite literally beat the crap out of her. Um, she got a restraining order against him, and now they're back together. I am Ew. not judging that scenario because it's not really the, hard that's to not lose. her hu- former husband. Uh, Klitschko, no, no. Who's, no, he's currently over fighting in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty nuts. I mean, it's just you root for you root for him. Well, in and America, I'm rooting we, for we, you. We love the comeback story. I mean, yeah. that's that's one thing that the the American culture celebrates very much. So is when somebody she was a is good down actress, and out. Man, she was, and she was on top of the world. That show Heroes was one of the biggest things in its day. Man, talk about a show that just fell. Yeah, like, I mean, one of the best. Again, great first season, so strong, second season, and, and then after that. Yeah. Uh, this is something that we don't see very often. Stephen A. Smith from ESPN coming out and apologizing. Whoa. For what? So he was, a, a lot of people thought he was kind of dragging Rihanna because he was talking about how uh, Rihanna is no Beyonce when they were talking about the Super Bowl halftime show. What? And you're like, uh, you know, I well, mean. Well, I mean, the homecoming Super Bowl halftime show from Beyonce is quite honestly iconic in the pop sure, cultural realm. But Rihanna is one of the biggest stars in the world, and I actually think if you're comparing apples to apples money like, to money rihanna makes more money than beyonce and Probably. don't get me wrong both of them are damn are billionaires essentially but yes well like, because dude, she's got a makeup line yeah. fenty beauty and fenty lingerie uh, well, as yeah, well she's got so, all billionaire because yeah, of it yeah but, rihanna does but Stephen a smith which and i credit him unlike a lot of other figures in the sports world actually has the ability to apologize for something we saw all that mess that skip bayless stepped in right with the Damar Hamlin thing yeah. and tweeting out that even if he wasn't wrong, apologizing. No, I don't situation. know this. What did he say? So he, he basically during that whole debacle when Damar Hamlin was dead on the field, literally saying th- before oh, they to, brought him back to continue to play. Like, yes, like the, I didn't this, this game see has, how they possibly don't this game continue. has too big of implications. He's not saying they have to. It was just it was poor timing. That, yeah, Skip like you know off and of his head know, was probably. nonsense. But the fact yeah. that he doubled okay. and tripled down yeah, on that's it that's when he got real stupid. And yes. you're like, God, you're just digging yourself a bigger hole. So the fact that Stephen A. Smith actually has the ability is kind of refreshing. I got love for both of them. I just think that Beyonce is the greatest performer out there today. That's me. That doesn't mean I'm hating on anybody else. 
Doesn't mean I'm damn sure wishing for Rihanna to fail. I don't believe she's going to fail. She's going to be great. I'm just saying that I'm a Beyonce fan. That's all. Rihanna, go do your thing. I apologize for creating whatever brouhaha comes of this. I got to be more careful. No. So no, here's the thing. I don't he, think he, he even needed to apologize. I just like that he explained his his take on. Well, it. I think yeah. the only reason he's apologized because he's scared of the how crazy her fans are. Her yeah. her fans, Beyonce's fans. I mean, a lot of these monster pop stars have got these insane fans. Don't they call themselves the the Navy or something? I have no idea what they're I, called, but they, I bet they got to him. I you bet they so? did. Yeah. It's the bots, man. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like you say anything about BTS yeah, on the oh internet, boy. they're coming for yeah. you. Well, now your life's over. You know what, Musty. though? I will say to his point that it feels like you're not allowed to have a, a, an opinion without all of these bots and these robots coming at you. It's yeah. like he truly, if you're a Beyonce fan, then awesome. That's cool. He was just like validating yeah. Beyonce. I think he's wrong, though. You, you're more I think, of a Rihanna I think, fan? I think Rihanna's a better uh, overall performer than Beyonce. Personally, we'll have to see. But, we'll have to see what she does with the the Super Bowl halftime show. It's a it's a big get. Yeah, I think that the best Super Bowl halftime performer though, Bruno Mars. What? You think so? Yeah. As far as pound for pound individual talent, you put a spotlight nah, on that guy. In sync, Nelly and Janet Jackson. Get out of here. That was the greatest Super That's Bowl. That's really of all interesting. Time. Didn't Metallica and Lady Gaga didn't do it for you? No, I mean there's Lady Gaga's was there, sick. There, I mean, there's been a, a a bunch of amazing shows. I just think that 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 one scene with Bruno Mars where all the music stopped and it was just him with the microphone and the spotlight. Oh yeah, I remember he thinking sing, in that moment sing, yep. like, there's very few performers that can pull this off at this caliber on this stage with just them and a microphone. This was great, but it was no weekend. Okay, the that weekend was sucked. Oh look at me, I'm trapped in a light hallway. How many how uh, many gifs did we oh, get out wow, of that? Wow, it made a bunch the of gifs. The only two, the only Super Bowl so that pop, we have possibly more moment. gifs were was the it's Shakira, the that oh, yeah, were, <laughs> were the Shakira tongue action. Yeah, man, and Shaggy Which, is back in the news too. Wait, she did, has been shading her ex husband. Did you say Shaggy? Shaggy, Sha- Shakira. Oh, I thought you yeah. meant like the rapper Shaggy. <laughs> no, like, I, it wasn't me. Wasn't me. Shaggy. No, 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 no. If he is, is he back? He'd be excited. I think he's playing Lovers and Friends. I've probably. never <laughs> heard Shakira called Shaggy before. Oh, welcome. Nope. Welcome to me. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Me and so, all my thirty-year-old friends on TikTok. That's what we do. I'm sorry. I mean, you can continue to date your own self if you want to. That's Shacky, not embarrassing. Shacky? me. Yes, I mean, Shaggy. No, that's that's not embarrassing at all. You're right. I'm um, sorry. What were you saying? She's shading your ex-husband. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't. I mean, no. She was just. She's just going through a very public divorce right now. And uh, and that audit. And too. they live yeah. Yeah, the audit and Oof. blaming it on him and Dude. their neighbors and neighbors with his uh, ex, her, ex uh, mother-in-law. I, so she's oh, been really? basically going out on the balcony and uh, just causing and wreaking havoc let on her. her let, on her, her, let her do whatever she wants. She is pretty enough that she she can get away with literally anything. In Actual my book. murder or yep. tax evasion. I'm, I'm fine with her. Cool. Yep. Yep. Secure. Shaggy. Shaggy. It's Shaggy. not funny when it comes from you, and it's just her nickname. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, this I is mean, some... but it makes sense for you just to not know. I mean... It makes sense for me Dude, to not know. we've been around... It's not like Shakira's a new artist. Shakira is literally older than me and Dave. Right. But, yeah. like, I... You guys also just don't know some things, and that's just one thing you just don't know. That's fine. You're just making stuff up. Yeah. You're you, just you, making stuff up. You unnecessarily abbreviate a lot of things. True. That is your toxic trait. Yep. That everyone else my Rezzo. age who is a girl abbreviates. Mm-hmm. It's not like I just come up with these things on my own. I'm not that clever. 
<laughs> like, come on, guys. So I think you guys will uh, will appreciate this. I know that my wife is certainly pumped about it. Uh, a new series of a lot of softcore porn is coming to television. Bridgerton? Uh, a new Outlander season is on the way. Wow. I was watching so. it last night in Were preparation. Really? Yes. Is, have you watched season, is it five that just dropped on Netflix, I think? Um, I'm not that far. You're yet. not that far No, because I keep yeah. watching season one over and over. And you over do? And over. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, Stars confirmed that Outlander will return for its eighth and final season, consisting of ten episodes. It will follow the uh, the sixteen episode season seven that is premiering this summer. So, if you're hoping for a lot more boobies, they're coming to you with TV near you soon. Because uh, Outlander, as far as the amount of boobs that you see. Do they show an equal and uh, appropriate amount of dongs as well? They they do not. They it's showed just sex that, scenes. That it's softcore yeah. porn. Yeah. It's not. It's not even just but, boobs. It's like porn. I mean, yeah, I feel like butts. You don't see any. Uh, I, we, need, we need we need we need more Wang in uh, in TV, man. What? For real? Let's let's because I feel like the, uh, more normal Wang in TV. Let's just normal tiny tiny Wang. Yep. You mean? Let's yeah, normalize. That, that's it. what we need. Yep. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. We have made it to another Friday. And we are drinking. I love it, man. We are here together drinking with some good friends. Got nice cold beer in front of us. We have been employed again for another week. So I feel like we should celebrate by imbibing in some alcoholic beverages. Why do we have to keep celebrating work? The fact that we're, we're just not. gainfully employed. Yeah. Why? Why are because we celebrating there's that? Come a day no, where we are ce- not. You celebrate the good times while they're happening. That's right. Oh, okay. Because if you only romanticize about the good times when the bad You're times never are there. living in them. Yes. You're always just living the moment, oh, Audrey. Okay. For them, you know? I will live in the moment. So and, instead of pining for the good moments, we are going to pint to the good moments right now with oh, 16 ounces clever. of delicious fresh beer. That's right. And today's beer that we are drinking <laughs> are from our friends over there at Big Dogs Brewing, based out of Las Vegas. Been around since 1993. The beer that we're doing, uh, this one is a Czech-style dark lager that's clocking in at 5.8% alcohol by volume. It's called Lady and Their Stamp, or Lady and the Stamp, and it's one of their quarterly releases. So did they- uh, Celebrating um, their 30th year of business. Did they round up? What do you mean? On the can, it says six. So did they round up? It does say six percent ABV. I think you might be wrong. I mean, it's close. Uh, it's whatever. I mean, it's, it's, hey, it's Dave, 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 <laughs> yeah. it's good enough for government. Work. Okay. <laughs> it's good enough for government. It's good enough for government work. And had a chance to meet with their brewer Herschel not Walker. too long ago. Uh, one of the most award-winning brewers west of the Mississippi. Uh, friend of ours, friend of the show, Dave Pasquale. He said, uh, "This is a brewer's type of beer. It's simple yet complex." The profile excites both the brewing team and our friends in the uh, world of alcohol sales as well. So this is a style that you don't see out there a whole lot because loggers do take longer. Check loggers. The dark loggers are a little bit more rare. So this is kind of a fun one-off, but we'll... Uh, and to, to be fair, Big Dogs, I mean, I've, I've had a lot of their beers over the years, but yep. I do think that I've, and maybe this is just my flavor profile, I've gravitated more towards their summer-style beers, just their traditional lager, which is an award-winning one. It's just uh, one, yeah. Their, just, their just hazies and American stuff like that. Fest. I mean, there's all sorts of beers that they have that pair really well 
with warmer weather, and so I'm excited to dig into this. But you winter take a fest. dark you take you take a dark lager. This is mm-hmm. going to be featured out at their uh, their Winterfest gathering, and I mean, this is just <laughs> a dark crimson. Mm-hmm. You know, highlights. I mean, a, a darker body, body, but very clear as well. So something that is dark yet clear, nice, just creamy brown head. The five categories. Dave, that we rate every single mm-hmm. beer here on Beer for Breakfast. Look, smell, taste, feel, and drinkability. And I will say, and we're looking this right now. is a good-looking beer. So I am actually looking at the can because I don't have a cup in front of me. But uh, the lady in the stamp, I was, I was, you know, the name, obviously. I love the name. Stamp. Um, but I was looking at the can, and I was like, you know, this isn't my favorite can that they've had. Well, this but is as, just a, this but is an official. as I'm looking at it. I was like, what is this tribal thing that they've got going on over here? And then it clicked in my head. It's the stamp. Like a tramp stamp. Like, a tramp stamp. Well, yeah. like the, the it looks like a tattoo on the sides. So the name of it fits the can. It, I was like, as I was just kind of looking at it, you you know, just staring at the whole thing. Uh, but I was like, that's a really clever way to kind of into, um, incorporate the uh, the stamp part of the name. If, if that is in fact a tramp stamp, that is very. I don't, I don't very know if clever. that's a tramp stamp. I was just going to say, Audrey, the reason that this can is very. Uh, it has like a very generic uh, look to it. There's not their traditional artwork is just because they're they're doing a whole bunch of like specialty beers and they're all just going to be in this format. Oh, okay. Got well, it. So I mean, okay. but also I like I like I like the tramp stamp idea as well. well. But if not, then that's weird. But that's what because I was like, what is all of that weird squiggly over there? It looks it like partial tribal. If, if it was a mistake, it's a wonderful mistake. It's a happy mistake. See, but I feel like tramp stamps <laughs> traditionally did not get tribal on the on the back, lower back area. I always oh, felt like that's... it was a sun or a dolphin. My man, you have never been to Myrtle Beach. Yeah. It's <laughs> you in... feel like most of the, oh, like in the 90s, those tramp stamps were, were tribal? Tramp stamps on the on the lower back. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, of squiggles of these. The, the, my yeah, mom has a my the, mom has one. She's a, a 2000s queen. Loves a lot of sports on her she, back. Yeah, 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 she does. She yeah. has a lower back tattoo. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, mom. Hell yeah. She was well tailored. <laughs> she was, yeah. My mom had me young, okay? Uh-huh. So, no, but she had one, and this is very similar to what she has. Is all of this, like, it's like squigglies. It's not necessarily tribal, it's just squiggles. Jessica but anyways, from Boulder I thought City that was said, my tramp stamp, butterfly. Butterflies, <laughs> dolphins, little globes, the yin and the yang, and some tribal work in there, all It's 100%. perfect, and it's perfect, and we love you for it. Moving that. on we to do. the next category, which is the smell. Let's take a big whiff mm-hmm. of the lady and the stamp. Lots of lots of maltiness. Oh yeah, yeah big, lots big of malt. malts. A little bit of light hop in there as well, bit. but the vast bit. majority uh, more strong, uh, more of a strong malt base. Yeah, like some, some nice sweetness in there. Yep. Uh, let's go on to our favorite part of mm. beer for breakfast and all. Let's take a taste of the lady and the stamp Czech style dark lager from Big Dogs Brewing. So. What Dave said about the flavor profile does check out because it is complex. Yep. Uh, but while it's complex and it feels like a rich beer, um, it, it, it it's drinks light. very easily. Well, yeah. I mean, being a lager, so it yeah. should drink easy, but it's a Czech-style dark lager, so you are getting, and again, a lot of malts in there, so you get some of those sweetness. Very mm-hmm. sweet. You know, I like it. You know, mm-hmm. as far as that's my, my initial taste on that, the sweetness is that first kind of thing that I do note. Notice, and there is a crispness, which we'll get to once we get to the mouthfeel. But, Audrey, you traditionally don't like overly hoppy beers. What are your thoughts on this after drinking it? This tastes like um, stout light. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? I like this is that. this yeah. is a uh, you know a darker lager. Um, there's a lot of that malt in there that we've already said. A lot of that sweetness. So for me, if this is like if truly it's just like a stout beer, Ooh. but a light version of it. I love this beer. It's so very like, good. And I'm not saying that because. Uh, we, we love, love, big I love Dave because yeah. I would tell him if I didn't like it, but man, I could no. drink all could, of these. Yeah, so no, Hoppa, very good. who has a great palate and is a beer aficionado himself in the chat, said, I love a good malt forward, mild bitterness beer. Yeah. And this has that, right? It's got the big malt forward. It's got a little bit of that bite. A little bit the, of a tinge there, but uh, like most that, loggers. But I like yeah. that, actually. Yeah. yeah and, I, and that's, you know, we've been talking it's about like this, about beer there. styles yep. that have, you know, become more prevalent. We, you and I are both big fans of the cold IPA, especially Big Dog's cold yep. IPA that we had out at their Peace, Love, and Hoppiness Fest, and that is a hop-forward lager. Yep. This one, a more malt-forward lager that you are, you're getting that caramel, you know, Dave described it as molasses, which I'm kind of mm. getting that in there as well. Could taste that, sure. Um, it's pretty balanced overall. Mm. I mean, again, you're not going to expect a beer that's going to knock you over the head at being at, you know, 6% alcohol by volume. But you get through a pint, you're going to be feeling pretty but good. You could, but yeah. the thing is, going through a four-pack of these could happen real easy. Jordan, you're our least experienced drinker on the show, and uh, what do you think about this particular beer? I actually like it pretty pretty decently. Um, I think it's very, very easy. Um, I like that there's not any big aftertaste. Like, there's nothing yep. that lingers. Yep. So It's clean. When, it's You got that clean yeah, finish. It's, yeah, it's a nice, smooth, yep. clean finish. Yep. And uh, then it's like, you're like, oh, well, now I want to taste it again. And you go back for more. Just, All right, this is a beer that again. you drink and you want to continue to drink. Dave, your, uh, your thoughts, would you drink more than one of these? Sure. I mean, because it is so light, it's got a, a big flavor. Yep. Pro- so if, you, if you're a fan of beers that have a big flavor profile but aren't the heavy beer that are mm-hmm. going to weigh you down that you can only have one, maybe two of. Like, you could get through a four-pack of these on a, you know, football weekend while you're sure. hanging out watching a couple of games. It drinks easy. Uh, Jordan had a great point there about there is that tinge of bitterness, but it does dissipate just pretty quickly. Little, just a little tickle on and the tongue. And it kind of makes you want to just enjoy a little bit more. So I think that this beer, uh, nice and cold, is an excellent beer that pairs with Dude. almost anything, right? I'm a, I'm you can eat wings with this. You can eat a burger with cigar. anything. I want to go smoke That's a cigar a and drink this right now. Wings. So you want taste to linger in your mouth. This one is a, when it's a good taste and you do have that sweetness, that malt there, that, you know, as they described, a little bit of that molasses and chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all of those flavors are hitting on this, but still none of them are overpowering by any uh, stretch of the imagination. So uh, I'm looking for, I would actually wish I would have got this out a little bit earlier because I took this out of the fridge probably like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes before so we think it could start to be this. a little warmer. I'm curious to see where this, where the, I think the flavors will get even more complex as it warms up but uh cold it is absolutely phenomenal mouthfeel this is just crisp yeah man this is it's crisp it's and clean mm-hmm. love that and the drinkability uh i'd say 10 out of 10 dude like i mean this is as, really yeah. easy it drinks real easy <laughs> as far as good beers go that i want to dr- if i that i can drink a lot of that's not a one-off that i could i would see myself buying on a regular basis uh, this is it, and it doesn't mean in just cold weather either. This, I think, this plays all year round. Even though I think it we, plays it better is, in cold weather, yeah, weather, but yeah, but I, I am a fan. You know, the the it has tinges of like there's some like that that malt just is really well balanced. So for me, I think the drinkability on this is uh, off. The charts. Can I get a drum roll, please? Dude? On Mahoney's Beer Skill Supremacy, I give the lady at the stamp checks dark lager a 4.1 out of 5. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old 
Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, all right. So what, what to you screams, I'm a bad parent. Message deleted. Dave, I am a bad parent. No, I'm saying, saying, saying I'm deferring to you're you deferring as to me. the it only just, parent it just in the room. Like a weird transition there. Oh, you say, he oh. said, what screams bad parents? And, I you? Say and you Dave. say Dave. And I'm like, I was okay, deferring to you like, as the expert. Uh, I felt kind of like an Your attack. insecurity I, is showing. Yeah. Is, is it? Ah. I, you know, insecure about being a bad I parent. I legitimately because did not I'm do it like parent. that. Is, I, it's funny no, now that parent. I look at it. Yeah, but it's yes. funny. It's funny. <laughs> That's not what I was doing. You're the only one with kids. kids. Yeah. Uh, the, the, there's a gigantic scale as to what makes you a good parent and a bad parent. And I don't know what the right answer is to any of that stuff. I think that if you're honestly loving and you try to be engaged as much as possible and you just show up you're a good parent there's stuff that's going to be challenging there's a lot of stuff that comes your way that you have no control over outside things that your kids are dealing with just being present is like 90 percent of it no just man be there. nope you're being sweet and kind i'm going to tell you right now as Go a person ahead. without a, without kids yeah. if you are letting your kid walk around in like the grocery store without shoes on Oh, or like yeah, if I see a kid shoeless walking around in places that they should not be shoeless in, and I've seen that enough to where that's like the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm like CPS. See, but for 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 me, it, I feel like little kids lose shoes all the time. They I'm, do, I'm, I'm, but they at least have socks on. It's that, the bare feet thing for me. Oh, if barefoot. You, yeah. If yeah, you okay. let your kids run wild in public places and they're being annoying, like you're obviously not doing your job as a parent. At the same time, I also kind of understand that. Kids being unruly and out of control is a lot more acceptable than adults doing it. And I've lived life long enough to see adults acting Facts. like idiots. Mm-hmm. And so when kids do it, it doesn't bother me as much. But, you can, you know, of course, you look at the parent and be like, why is your child shoeless running around a restaurant right now screaming and you're just acting like if you're acting totally like this normal. doesn't exist yeah. that's the that's the thing yeah, well i have nice. a lot of compassion for for mothers and fathers who are dealing you know with a a crying baby that's babies a, that's can't a whole different talk, world man right? that's a like, whole different world you don't world. know what's happening if, if, you're, if you've got a seven-year-old right that's it, going buck wild that's a whole different than if a you're baby. one of those people that gets mad at a crying baby on an airplane you're the douchebag i've told you this many times that is your fault for not being prepared they Bring sell your, they it, sell noise canceling headphones come prepared in a vending machine at the airport yep. like you can get, get your them. kylie cosmetics get your bose nose canceling headphones and be happy but you're right if it's a seven-year-old freaking out yeah that's on the parent yep please leave a message after the tone if you could have a free unlimited service from a chef a housekeeper or a chauffeur for a year what would you choose message deleted doesn't choose chef is an idiot i mean a chef would be amazing i mean a a housekeeper if if you had can you imagine like i would want a housekeeper if you had over a chef Mm -hmm. that's because did you not just what is it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that holds no, true. I think for real though, like having like a live it. Wait, no, it was it was nanny or butler, or is it the same thing? Like, can you imagine though, like having that sort of money where you could have a live-in chef or butler that just took care of dude everything? Chef, the most like the, what's the hardest part of most of our days? It's figuring out what to eat and eating healthy. Yeah. That's, I mean, for me, at least, that's the no-brainer. But so you can hack that, though. I mean, like, with the whole, like, there's a billion food prep and meal prep sure. services that are out there. But we're you fickle can have, bitches. You can have a fridge full of that stuff in a second. Mm. 
I'm with you, Audrey. Like somebody that kept everything pristine, immaculate. There's could, nothing better than that uh, feeling whenever you have. So say because you, we all have people who come and clean our house like once a month, right? Sure. So just say like that. That first feeling whenever oh, you yeah. walk the door and it's you wonderful. see those perfect carpet lines. Now imagine if oh. you could get out of the shower, dry off. And just throw the towel on the ground. Oh my god! No, then you're and a piece you, of garbage. No, you just throw no. your clothes everywhere. This is speaking loudly up. about your fantasies, and I. Oh god, oh, I'm they, thinking yeah, much are, worse of you. They are dirty laundry, laundry, <laughs> laundry that you don't have to uh, fold, and never. it's perfectly organized in yes. your closet because oh. there's so many hours of the day that they've got to be able to organize too, all right? Of this, all so of the like socks every, are perfectly matched. You open your drawer, oh, and it's so folded and just ready for you to ruin. Oh my god, I wouldn't eat. I would not eat another thing for the rest of my life in order for my house to be so perfectly organized. Organization mm. to me is top tier elite. Like I freak out if I were to go to the container store and see all of the different containers that I can put containers in in order to contain certain things. I would die. Control I would die yourself. Happy. She's about to finish. I Please leave a message after And just call. like, okay. And then we're just going to move on before I can yeah, even finish. Come on. Hurry up. <laughs> I'm done with both of you. That's hey, sure. kudos to Audrey for sticking up for Barnes & Noble. People do want the nostalgia of actually holding something. You know, get your heads out of your asses and pick up a newspaper. Nothing better than the smell of a fresh printed newspaper. Ciao. Message deleted. We have a, a newspaper guy. We got a newspaper guy. Pick up a newspaper. I like, a new, I like newspapers. You would. I do. You would. <laughs> How are you going to knock me for books when you like newspapers? No, I don't. I like. I, I also don't, like I don't magazines. subscribe to the newspaper anymore. I just like them. I like. I feel like an adult reading the it. The coffee and the of the newspaper when you're flipping through. You do That's the thumb just, to, to that lick the thumb thing. That was phones existed. That was just what dads so I, would do. So you slap your kids with, you. you know, you can slap you your kid could, with a newspaper. It was, it was very legal. handy to beat kids with. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun where the wind Just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada. Home means the hills. Home means a sage in the pine. Trucky silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Fairer than all I can see She's deep in the heart of the Golden West Home means Nevada to me One more time now 